Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Corrupted Desire by Marx A10 Chapter 01 Daisy was a bit of a bitch. She knew it. She owned it. It was a necessary evil. If she thought that she could survive another two years of college as either invisible, or dealing with the fact that she was the really short blonde girl who looked like she should still be in high school and everyone would leave her be then she'd be completely down for that. But that wasn't realistic. Just like in high school, it was kill or be killed. Oh yeah, she wasn't a very nice person unless you were in her inner circle of popularity. And even amongst them, she still couldn't completely relax. Popularity is nothing but a social construct built upon the most fragile of power structures. And like any power structure, people wanted to topple her off it for their own benefit. It didn't do her any favors that she was easily the least imposing of her group, at least physically speaking. Not only did she have the short, petite thing going for her along with the stigma that since she was blonde and pretty that she was also immediately an idiot, but she absolutely hated her teeth. She wouldn't call them quite buck teeth, but they did jut out just enough that whenever she opened her mouth, even she had to admit she looked ridiculously adorable, almost childish. It gave her this aura of innocence that she absolutely despised, so she did everything in her power to be the exact opposite. If Lucifer himself didn't let out a frustrated groan when she woke up, then she had failed the previous day. Her best friend, Jasmine, was somewhat her polar opposite in that sense. She was at a pretty average height for a girl and her olive complexion and jet black hair contrasted against her vertically challenged friend. Jasmine's foreign features tended to give her a more exotic appearance which she also fought against. Her clothes were always overly cute with shades of pastels only further bringing out the color of her skin. And she always kept her hair somewhat anime-inspired usually defaulting to pigtails. Jasmine was the only one of the group who Daisy could be real with. Like Daisy's personality, the other members of her group were necessary evils. They were pretty, they were witty, and they were vicious. You get enough people with those characteristics, and you can do anything. But Daisy was the queen, and everyone knew their place so there was little to no drama. At least to her face. Lunch especially made her feel like a ruler with her royal court of impenetrable bitches. There was only one real problem lately. He's sitting close to us again. Jasmine chuckled, pointing an indicating finger to the table next to theirs. Fuck sake. Daisy growled, looking over to the table. What is he? A masochist? I think he likes you. Maria, one of the more vocal of their group, pointed out, scoffing loudly. You might want to be careful. It's the quiet ones that snap and end up raping you. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Daisy snapped back. I bet you would. Maria taunted. It's been a while since you and Steve were together after all. If you're really that desperate, I could set you up with my brother. Daisy rolled her eyes, not in the mood to deal with Maria's shit right now. Her attention was on Alex, a table across from them. There were people sitting at the other tables surrounding them, but she'd specifically had issues with Alex. There were two main problems at work here. One was that she just didn't like the way that he looked at her sometimes. It was creepy. There was a reason that Maria had immediately went to the rapist route when mocking his insistence on sitting nearby. But that she was okay with. Not the idea that he might rape her but with being desirable, especially when she was with Jasmine. Between the two of them they were a one-two punch of cute hotness. And people were going to want to fuck them and look at them in that way. She just didn't like the way he did, specifically. As soon as Daisy stepped from her throne, she was immediately flanked by Jasmine on their way down. Hey! Freak! Daisy called out, drawing his attention. Alex let out an audible sigh and looked up. He had a tendency of coming across as a goth in the way that he dressed and acted, but he never went to the extent of makeup or black nails or any of the other things that people associated with being goth. But as he looked up at Daisy, he reminded her of the second reason she hated him. No matter how much she demeaned him or insulted him, he always looked at her like she was a pest. A minor annoyance. It really pissed her off. He'd barely even acknowledge her before he turned his attention back to her food. Hey! 
Don't ignore me! Daisy growled, reaching over to Alex's drink and pouring it over his food. That got his attention. Now he wasn't just looking at her with a slightly disturbed apathy. There was some legitimate annoyance there too. Good. He opened his mouth to say something. Yeah, yeah, this is the third strike? Daisy grinned. This was the third time she'd done something like this against Alex, and each time he muttered strike one and strike two respectively. Just like the other two times, she couldn't have cared less. What are you going to do about it, huh? She challenged and waited, only getting a look back. That's what I thought. Now I'm going to tell you this, one, more, fucking, time. Do not sit near me. Do not look at me. Get the fuck away from me. Am I clear? Most of Alex's hair was tied back into a long ponytail, but there were usually a few strands that stayed in his face. He took a few of these strands and moved them behind his ears with another exaggerated sigh. Clear. He finally muttered that Daisy's eyes narrowed. He'd said the exact same thing the other two times. She gave a look to Jasmine, who leaned down drawing his attention as well as she spoke. It would be a real shame if some of the bigger members of the football team ended up paying you a visit. A painful visit. You understand what I'm throwing out here. You'll have the football team beat me up. Alex grumbled before the sides of his lips formed a slight smirk. You're not exactly being subtle. Then maybe you should try listening this time. Daisy threatened, hating his amusement even more than his apathy. I'm not going to warn you again. You won't need to. Alex stated bluntly, the smirk fading. Good. Daisy shot back with a big grin. Though truth be told, the way that Alex had looked at her when he said that had given her a chill. It was like he'd threatened her back, but she refused to give him the satisfaction of knowing he got to her. If he was sitting near her again, then she'd deal with it. But the message had been sent and his lunch was inedible, unless he wanted cola-flavored buns with his cola-flavored burger. As Daisy returned to her table, she tried to wipe Alex from her mind. She had other things she needed to focus on. And she tried to focus on these things throughout the day, and for the most part it worked. She put Maria's taunt and Alex's weirdness into a little mental box and tried to keep it there. It only became an issue when she went to bed. Her mind had a bad habit of sorting everything out when she was trying to sleep and that included Alex. Why did he have to be such a freak? If he just feared or respected her like everyone else, then this wouldn't be an issue. Truth be told she didn't really want to have him beat up, but Jasmine said it, so it had to be done now. She couldn't let a threat like that go idle. And Jasmine wasn't exactly wrong to say it. He kept ignoring them, so they had to escalate the threat until he listened. Daisy let out another sigh only to have her breath suddenly taken from her by a weight on her lips. She immediately panicked, fighting the force but it was immovable. She couldn't breathe. Looking up, Daisy's eyes widened as she saw Alex looking down at her. She had to be dreaming. That was the only way any of this made sense. Some small part of her mind felt guilty about how she was treating him, and this is how she was sorting through it. None of this helped her fear. The more she looked into his eyes, the smaller she could feel herself becoming. No matter how much she fought against his grip, he didn't budge and little sound could escape her lips to call for Jasmine in the next room of the dorm. Humans are so predictable. Alex mused, casually looking down on Daisy as she struggled to breathe. It's why I give you three chances. And every time, this is what happens. You get away with being stupid, so you take that as a sign to keep being stupid. Maybe you should try listening for once. Daisy did her best to nod but the lack of air was getting to her. She was going to die at this rate. And all she could do was plead with Alex with her eyes. You're not going to die tonight, Daisy. Alex kept eye contact with her as he moved closer until she could feel his breath on her ear. But I will make you wish for it. Trust me on that. Just give it some time. Daisy gasped for air as Alex finally released her. She knew she should call for help, but oxygen was clearly the first priority in her mind. It was why she was more surprised than anything when Alex's lips pressed suddenly against her own. It took her a second to realize she could still breathe through her nose so that became her focus and definitely not the fact that Alex was actually an amazing kisser. That didn't cross her mind at all. Not even a little bit, and just like that she was released. Daisy immediately curled up against the head of her bed, hugging her knees. There were so many questions going through her head, but the lack of air had her confused and she wasn't sure how to process it yet. She never realized just how much bigger than her Alex was. She always saw him sitting down. Even if Daisy wasn't massively on the short side, he would have towered over her. 
Please don't hurt me. She squeaked out hoarsely. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Daisy almost felt the vibration from Alex's laughter. It was so deep. No. You're just frightened. It will pass. Being sorry will come later. I suggest you look up some things about Incubi. And with that said, he lunged at her and all Daisy could do was scream. Daisy? What the fuck? Jasmine exclaimed barging through the door. Daisy looked around and saw nothing. Alex wasn't there. There wasn't even any indication that he'd been there. Her throat wasn't even sore anymore as she checked it quickly with her hand. The only remnant at all was that she could still taste Alex on her lips. She didn't even know how but when she licked her lips, it was him. Daisy? Jasmine asked again worriedly. Did you have a bad dream or something? I don't know. Daisy wailed holding her knees even tighter to herself, tears beginning to form in her eyes. When she closed them, all she could see was Alex looking down on her. Were his eyes glowing? Why hadn't she noticed that before? It must have been a dream. It must have been. Daisy jumped slightly as Jasmine sat by her, but she slowly began to calm down. I think messing with Alex is fucking up my head. He's really odd. Just kind of freaky. I could see that weirding you out. You want me to deal with him? Jasmine offered, smiling slightly. I like freaky. Daisy's heart began beating at a normal pace as she smiled back. Yeah, you do. Jasmine always had that calming vibe to her, at least as far as Daisy was concerned. I don't know. I'll see how I feel about it tomorrow, I guess. Whatever you say, short stack. Jasmine replied, smirking. If you need me, just holler again. Sorry about that. Daisy muttered, unconsciously licking her lips. No worries. Just make sure that you come running if I scream. Jasmine stated with a wink. Sure thing, Daisy said, relaxing a bit more as Jasmine left. The window to her room didn't open remotely large enough to fit a person inside, almost as if the dorm was specifically designed to keep boys from sneaking in or something. Jasmine didn't see anything and she was literally at the door, so it had to be a nightmare. And that thought process calmed Daisy down enough to get into something of a restless sleep. Despite her confidence in her nightmare being just that, Daisy found it hard to focus the following day, especially during lunch. Alex had finally gotten the message and was sitting in the distance, but somehow that was even worse. Her eyes kept being drawn to him the entire period. And if he happened to look up at the same time, it was like her heart had a mind of its own, pounding in her chest as she tried to remember how to breathe. As much as she tried to tell herself that last night was a dream, when she looked at him, all she could see was him kissing her. Daisy? Earth to Daisy! Jessica, another of her group, called out to her. Daisy jolted as she was snapped out of her pondering much to the amusement to all at the table. What? She finally voiced to a circle of girls rolling their eyes. You didn't hear a word I said, did you? Jessica accused. Sorry. Daisy apologized. I'm really tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. While this caught Jasmine's attention, everyone else seemed to more or less accept Daisy's excuse. Mostly everyone. What was keeping you up? Maria asked skeptically. Midterms. It's like teachers think we're all fucking robots or something. Daisy quickly answered. And surely enough that led to another conversation about how much of a pain that midterms were turning out to be this year, and though Maria seemed to be suspicious, she couldn't gear the conversation back around to get answers. Meanwhile, whenever Daisy could spare a glance, Alex took her attention. He always sat by himself. Which in and of itself was kind of odd because lunch was at its busiest this period. But no matter where Alex sat, he was avoided and no one seemed to question this or even notice it for that matter. I suggest, you look up some things about Incubi. Those words continued to ring in Daisy's head throughout the day. Eventually she obeyed the suggestion just to quiet them. Nothing she didn't already know. Incubi are male versions of succubi. They're basically sex demons that attack you at night yada yada. But Alex hadn't had sex with her or anything. All he did was kiss her, and choke her. Daisy's hand unconsciously felt her throat, where his hand had been. In the dream. Where his hand had been in the dream. Jasmine had been curious throughout the day as well. But just like everyone else, Daisy just shrugged off the questions and did her best to reassure her friend that she was okay. She assumed that everything would be fine when she went home to the dorm. But oddly enough, without any way of seeing Alex, it became so much worse. It was hard to focus on anything and when she did, you know who would end up popping in her mind. This is stupid. 
Daisy finally grumbled to herself. There's no such thing as an incubus. He's just a creepy guy and I'm psyching myself out. That's all this is. She needed to get him out of her head. Putting her head to the wall, Daisy could hear Jasmine's TV and the faint sounds of her voice. It sounded like she was on the phone, which was pretty normal for this time. She tended to talk to her family a lot despite both of their families living somewhat close by, but that meant that Daisy had some privacy, which is exactly what she wanted as she put her headphones in her laptop and began to use the internet for its clearly most lucrative use, porn. It wasn't long before Daisy found a video that worked for her with a guy that Alex probably dreamed he could be. Daisy worked slow at first, gently working her left nipple with one hand, while the other moved lazily up and down her slit, getting it nice and wet for her vibrator of choice. Daisy just teased herself for the first video, so that by the time she found a second one, she was desperate for a release. In a practice motion, Daisy reached for her drawer and her happy little purple friend within. She gasped silently as the vibration stimulated her clit, the pleasure going through her, as she watched the lucky girl on the screen getting pounded unrelentingly by the handsome stud behind her. Daisy bit her bottom lip as she imagined herself in the girl's position. It had been so long since she'd gotten some good dick. Maria hadn't been wrong about that earlier. She had to have standards and in her group those standards were astronomically high. But she didn't have to think of that now. She just had to imagine that huge cock thrusting inside of her tight little pussy, while the vibe did the rest of the work and rode her closer and closer to the inevitable climax. She whimpered, her body bucking sensually against the small device and trembling on waves of pleasure from the buildup. Daisy hadn't realized just how badly she needed this. She was almost there, and her body was more than ready. And then that asshole appeared in her head again. No. Alex's voice echoed in Daisy's mind. Her eyes widened in shock. It was so clear in her head that she froze and looked around to make sure that he wasn't there. She unconsciously licked her lips again. It was probably her imagination, but ever since that night whenever she licked her lips, she could still taste his kiss. It had to be her imagination. What else could it be? It was her mind twisting things again. Nothing more, nothing less. Fuck you. Daisy growled to the imaginary Alex in her head, and she resumed to do what she was doing. Jasmine jumped in her bed at the sudden, loud pounding on her door. It scared the hell out of her, but she quickly calmed down as she remembered that there was only one other person she shared the room with. Yeah, Daisy, what's up? I need to talk to you about something. Jasmine narrowed her eyes at the door. Daisy sounded so, angry. It immediately put Jasmine on the defensive as she tried to think if she'd done anything to piss her off lately. When nothing came to mind, she had to assume that she was pissed at someone else and all Jasmine had to do was listen and give advice, both being things that she excelled at. Come in. Daisy walked in, dressed in her pajamas. Jasmine's earlier suspicion of Daisy's state of mind being clearly spot on from the scowl on her face and the rigid way she moved, Jasmine could practically feel her anger. She sat down on Jasmine's bed letting out a deep breath before she spoke. You look into a lot of dark shit, right? Like supernatural shit? Jasmine raised one of her eyebrows suspiciously as she answered. Yeah. All the time. It intrigues me. Daisy nodded, letting out another breath. What do you know about Incubi? Daisy, what is this about? Jasmine asked, narrowing her eyes. Daisy closed her eyes and took a few more deep breaths, something Jasmine had grown quite familiar with. It was her coping mechanism for when she was angry so that she didn't yell every time she spoke. Please, just answer the question. Okay. Jasmine agreed, her voice laced with suspicion. An incubus is basically just a sex demon that attacks usually at night and steals your soul. Most people think they originated as a way to explain rape and cases of sleep paralysis and stuff like that. Daisy nodded, still visibly trying to calm herself down. She knew all that. Maybe she just needed to be more specific. What about their kiss? What? Their kiss, Jazz. Daisy snapped. I know what happens when they fuck. What happens if they just kiss you? Jasmine narrowed her eyes again at Daisy's tone, but immediately saw the apology in her eyes. Daisy, are you okay? Daisy's eyes started watering as her emotions began to overflow. Jasmine, please, please just answer the goddamn question. Well, it depends. Like vampires and werewolves and any other creature of myth, it's all just different information depending on the source. But that does remind me of a really wicked thing I read about them. So incubi feed on, usually women, with the express purpose of taking their soul, right? 
but sometimes they don't want to kill the victim. So they make them a thrall. Thrall? Daisy immediately snapped her gaze to Jasmine. What's a thrall? Well, it's kind of the incubus version of a vampire making another vampire, or how werewolves do the same and zombies and so forth. But with incubi, they basically can make a someone their slave. Like, something in their saliva is so potent and addictive that it makes an instant connection between the human and the incubus. Telepathy, body control, all sorts of shit. They could make it so you can't orgasm? Daisy asked, a dry venom clear in her tone. Jasmine looked up thoughtfully. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. A thrall is basically the property of the incubus that made them. They could probably do the reverse as well and just make you cream your jeans with a look. The more Jasmine talked about it the more her clear love of the supernatural came through as she became more and more excited, practically oblivious to the look of sheer horror on Daisy's face. H. How do you stop being a thrall? Daisy asked, grasping onto the very faint string of hope. Why would you want to stop? Jasmine teased playfully. Did you miss the part about the orgasm eyes? Humor me. Daisy growled. Well, either the incubus would have to release the thrall, or he'd have to die. Daisy paused for a bit before finally asking. How do you kill an incubus? Silver or something? Holy weapons and artifacts, maybe? They'd have to be legit, though. They're demons. The thrall would have no way of doing it themselves, though. Why not? Daisy whined. Jasmine chuckled. Because being a thrall makes them part demon. Same weaknesses. They wouldn't be able to handle the weapons either, much less use them. Not to mention the incubus can read the thrall's mind so, they know what the thrall was planning, even if they hired professionals to do it for them. Not to mention, if they really were professionals, they'd probably kill the thrall too just to be safe. Wow. Most of that was pretty accurate. I'm impressed. Alex's voice sounded in Daisy's mind again, causing her to jump up with a loud yelp. Incubus hunters are a pretty expensive way to commit suicide. Have fun with that. And then all that echoed in Daisy's mind was Alex's laugh. It was not a friendly laugh either. It chilled her to the bone, forcing Daisy on the floor, hugging her knees as the tears began falling down her face. Daisy? Daisy? What's wrong? Did I freak you out? They're fictional. You know that, right? Jasmine asked, putting her arm around Daisy's shoulders. It's not fictional. Daisy wailed, rocking back and forth. I'm a fucking thrall. He's in my head. He was just in my head. Daisy, calm down. Jasmine stated, reassuringly. You're going to be okay. Just talk to me. Start from the beginning. Through the tears and the sobs and the frustration, Daisy spun her tail for her friend. Everything from Alex appearing in her bedroom to what had happened when she first heard him in her head. So, I'm just thinking, fuck you, you can't tell me no. And I tried for over an hour, Jazz. Over an hour. It's like I can get to 9.9999999 of the way but I can't get all the way to 10. It's torture. The entire time Jasmine listened quietly, slowly twirling one of her long black pigtails around her finger, something she tended to do when she was focusing. Okay. She started. So one of two things are happening here. Daisy sniffled as she continued to listen intently. One, Alex is an incubus, who made you into a thrall. In which case you're fucked. But maybe if we grovel before him enough then he'll release you. Who knows? Or two, you feel really guilty about us giving him such a hard time. Between that and the stress from midterms and everything, your mind just made Alex into a literal demon bent on revenge against you. And everything else is just psychological fuckery that you're doing to yourself. But, I didn't even know about thralls until you told me. Daisy murmured. I woke you up that night, remember? Jasmine pointed out. You were having a nightmare. Maybe I just stopped it after the kiss part, and the sex was coming, being more in line of what you think about Incubi. I guess. Daisy muttered with a loud sigh. I could help, you know. Jasmine mumbled, avoiding eye contact and shifting her weight awkwardly. Help me kill him. Daisy asked cautiously. Jasmine's darker skin tone gained a slight pink tinge as she shuffled more. No. I mean with the orgasm thing. Maybe it's psychological, so that you can't do it yourself. I could lend a hand with that. Daisy let out a small exasperated sigh. We've been through this, Jazz. Jasmine's eyes narrowed in disappointment before she let out a short sigh in reply. I know. I was just offering. Desperation doesn't change my sexual orientation. 
Daisy stated with a smirk. Tell that to guys in prison? Jasmine flashed a grin back. Daisy stuck out her tongue. Yeah, well I'm not in prison, am I? But then a thought passed her mind and her expression immediately fell. If Alex was an incubus, and if she was a thrall, then she was imprisoned in a sense. She immediately gave Jasmine a disturbingly intense look. Do it. Excuse me, uh? Jasmine stammered out. Make me come. Daisy repeated. Do it. Do you need me naked or can I just take off my bottoms? Jasmine's eyes narrowed suspiciously. To be honest, she playfully made passes at Daisy before. But she knew nothing would come of it so this whole situation just reeked of a trap. But Daisy saw the exact same thing from it and did her part to be convincing as she pulled off her pajama bottoms and her panties off in one motion and let them fall to the floor, spreading her legs for her friend to show her private entrance. Jasmine visibly licked her lips as she took in the view. You could see the moment that she reached fuck it and didn't care if it was a trap anymore. Normally Jasmine was big on kissing. Especially with girls. They usually weren't in such a rush to get their dicks wet metaphorically speaking, but in Daisy's case, Jasmine couldn't help herself. Daisy's pussy was so wet and the smell of her immediately filled the room, driving Jasmine a little wild as her mouth seized Daisy's offered cunt. M. Daisy let out a moan as she felt Jasmine's tongue exploring her most intimate area. Jasmine's experience in this matter was clear with every movement. All Daisy had to do was lay there and let the girl work. Every elated moan from Jasmine vibrated through Daisy's pussy, driving her closer and closer to the release that she craved more than anything. Meanwhile, Jasmine was enjoying herself almost as much as Daisy was. Daisy's pussy tasted amazing and Jasmine couldn't get enough. But it was also a bit of an ego trip if she were being honest. She could tell that Daisy wasn't lying when she insisted that she was straight. But Jasmine had no problem either confirming that or preferably making herself an exception by giving Daisy the orgasm of her life. And Daisy was already close. Jasmine could feel her body tensing with the buildup. Daisy cried out more as her legs trembled, whimpering and panting and thrusting while Jasmine's mouth continued driving her closer. She sucked Daisy's clip between her lips, using her tongue to rapidly massage Little Nub and reveling in the distressed pleasure of her writhing friend. Daisy was close. And the more Jasmine licked, the more she began to realize that Daisy had seemingly been close for a while now. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Fuck 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 fuck. Fuck. Oh oh. Okay. 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 I can't take it anymore. Daisy wailed physically pushing Jasmine's head away, causing Jasmine to immediately relent and back away as Daisy let out a frustrated growl. God damn it. I can try again. Jasmine meekly offered, wincing slightly. It won't matter. Daisy whined, slamming her fists on the bed. Whether you do it or I do it, he won't let it happen. Being that close for that long is just A-A-A-G-H. Okay, okay. We'll just talk to him tomorrow. Maybe if we apologize to him, it'll fix things. Jasmine said, trying to be as calm and reasonable as she could with Daisy in front of her still nude from the waist down. Do you even think that'll help? Jasmine shrugged. If it's all in your head, apologizing will make you feel better. And if Alex is an incubus doing this to punish you then apologizing is the least we can do to get him to release you, so, either way it's necessary. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Daisy mumbled, hugging her legs. Do you, want to sleep here for the night? Jasmine asked cautiously. Would that be okay? Daisy asked, only now realizing how frightening that going to bed by herself was as a concept. She never knew when the voices in her head were her imagination and when they were him. Jasmine rolled her eyes. Considering my lips still taste like your pussy, I seriously doubt it will make our friendship any more awkward than it is. Thank you? Daisy wrapped her arms around Jasmine in an embrace. For this and the help, don't mention it. Jasmine sighed as they laid down. Um, you wouldn't mind if I got a nut real quick, would you? Jazz, I mean this with love. But if you come anywhere around me, I will choke you until you stop breathing. Daisy grumbled, closing her eyes. The mental image of you choking me while you're dressed like that is not helping. Jasmine teased. I'm about to elbow you in the titty. So mean. Jasmine chuckled. Night, Daisy. Night, Jazz. The next day was a blur. It was like nothing mattered until lunchtime. Daisy actually wished that she had some classes with Alex earlier just so she could get this over with. Not that any of this really mattered. 
If he could read her mind then he knew that she wanted to apologize anyway. But Jasmine was right. There wasn't much else she could do. She'd go insane if this kept up. She felt like she was going a little buggy in the head already. Daisy almost didn't care about her clique, but there was still some of her in the back of her mind who wanted to keep her popularity after this was all over. As lunch arrived, Jasmine joined Daisy's side and the two of them went over to Alex's table. They had every expectation that he would give them the same vaguely annoyed reaction that he always did when they approached. This time, however, Alex flashed them an amused smirk as he turned to Jasmine. That was definitely not the first pussy you've gone down on. Not bad. Not bad. Alex dash. Daisy started. Shut it. Alex ordered, not even looking at Daisy but the command was clearly for her. I was talking to her. Speak when I give you permission. Daisy's eyes bulged as despite the calm demeanor or his words. A wave of fear went through her body like none she'd ever felt and then suddenly she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that Godzilla could burst through the ceiling and Daisy still wouldn't be able to say a word about it until Alex said she could. Meanwhile, Jasmine looked back and forth between the two of them before a sly grin crossed her face and she leaned forward. Giving Alex an eyeful of tan cleavage. Prove that you're an incubus. Alex shook a bit from his chuckle. Like what? Show my horns? Wings? Tail maybe? Jasmine's smirk turned into a smile. I know you probably don't have any of those. But there's got to be a way you can dash. Jasmine's eyes immediately widened as a grin crossed her lips. You control Daisy's body, right? Like you literally control it? Of course. Alex smirked back, clearly amused by the concept of whatever idea Jasmine had in mind. Jasmine leaned towards Daisy and took three blonde strands of hair softly on her fingers. Turn it red. Alex chuckled and for the first time since they approached, actually looked at Daisy. And just like that the few strands of hair that Jasmine held began to change color, from the ends to her scalp, though the color wasn't technically red. I like black better. Alex explained, grinning ear to ear as he watched Jasmine's gaze switch between him and the pigment of the recently changed hair in her hand. While this filled Jasmine with glee, it clearly worried Daisy who looked in horror at the strands of hair as her head snapped back. As such, Daisy was looking at her three black strands of hair when Jasmine leaned sensually towards Alex. Okay, I have a deal for you. No. Alex said back smugly. I haven't even made the offer yet. Jasmine huffed. You don't need to. I know the look. Alex replied, his eyes almost having an eerie glow about them. You want to be my thrall in her place. Hmm? Daisy took her attention off her hair at those words. She'd have been more verbal about that if she could have. And you're turning me down? Jasmine repeated incredulously. Seriously? I see the way you look at me. Why not? Because you want me to. Alex replied with a wide grin. Where's the fun in that? Being a thrall isn't supposed to be a punishment. Jasmine sighed. And? Sex is supposed to be for procreation. Alex stated. We all find pleasure where we can. And when you get as old as I am, you have to get pretty, inventive to keep things interesting. How old are you? Jasmine asked, her interest peaked again. Alex shrugged in reply. Old. You stop counting after a few centuries. It doesn't really matter. Jasmine's eyes widened and she opened and closed her mouth repeatedly as she tried to form a reply. Could, could you let Daisy talk with me for a second? She can talk to anyone besides me all she wants. Alex said indifferently. Thank you. Jasmine suddenly pulled Daisy away. Meanwhile, Daisy was freaking out. It was one thing to think that she might have been going crazy, but now she knew. Alex controlled her. Literally. Those three black strands of hair felt like they were burning her. And she knew that the sensation was all in her head. But it was proof that her body was no longer her own and she hated it. Daisy? Jasmine called, seeing the panic in her friend's eyes. Daisy was too busy going through her hair to hear her friend. But as she found each black strand, she viciously plucked them out of her head. Jasmine winced at the action. Sorry. I just thought that would be a good way to know for sure that neither of you could fake. It's fine. It's fine. Daisy repeated, her eyes a little too wide but clearly calming down. But what the fuck was that back there? I appreciate it and all but why would you want this? Jasmine gave a sly smirk but immediately tried to fight it back. Well, I get why you hate it. That's totally understandable. But for me, I don't know, the idea of literally being known by a godlike being sounds hot as fuck. It's not. 
Daisy growled, stamping her feet. It's not hot at all. Okay, okay. I get it. Calm down. Jasmine urged placing her hands on Daisy's shoulder. Daisy immediately gave Jasmine a skeptical look. She knew Jasmine's expressions and she knew when she had bad news. Oh fuck, Jazz. What? What now? Two things. Jasmine started with a long sigh. You're not going to like either one. Firstly, you're going to have to fuck Alex's brains out. What? Daisy roared. Hear me out. Jasmine continued cautiously. He owns you now. And he's not going to release you. He's very old, so he's very bored and you're, well, you're a new toy. So, let him play with me? Daisy growled furiously. That's your great plan? No. My great plan was to trade places with you. But that plan failed so. At this point all you can do is accept it or fight it. But I'm not sure fighting someone who can read your mind and control your body is going to work out too well for you. You think he'll release me if I let him fuck me? Daisy asked desperately. I don't know. Jasmine shrugged. It can't hurt. I mean, you should at least suck his dick or something. Make an effort. You really need him to stop hating you. Daisy just stared at Jasmine for a minute trying to find a flaw in her logic. God damn it. She complained, throwing a slight tantrum. A tantrum that made her hair momentarily block her vision. Daisy immediately paused. Yeah. Jasmine winced, seeing what Daisy was looking at now. That was the second thing. Daisy quickly took out her phone and turned her camera on to see herself. There was now a very noticeable black streak in her hair. Not just a few strands but a lock of it near the front. Jasmine displayed how well she knew Daisy as she covered her mouth right as Daisy let out a loud muffled scream. Ow ow. Daisy fumed after she was released, bawling her fists. Suck his dick. Jasmine finished for her. Like, literally the best head you've ever given. You need to do that porn star shit. Daisy let out an audible growl. She flashed Jasmine a glare but quickly realized she was right. What could she do? Go to the police and tell them an incubus made her a thrall against her will? Because that would go well. Either they'd think she was insane or worse, if they believed her and had access to professionals, then she'd be dead. After another stomp, Daisy made her way back into the cafeteria and to Alex's table. Alex clearly knew what she was there for as he just gave her a smug grin. Loving what you did with your hair. Daisy didn't know what she wanted to do more. Scream at him or cry, but she couldn't do either. Alex, after school, just try to find me. I don't live that far away from here. You'll be able to get there. See you then. Alex stated, immediately getting up and leaving. Daisy tried to follow him but found that she couldn't leave the seat. Well? Jasmine asked, seeing Alex walk away. I can't move from the chair until the bell rings. And he doesn't want me to bug him at lunch anymore. Daisy grumbled breathlessly. Daisy didn't know how she knew all of that for sure, but it was clearly true as she shifted uncomfortably. Jasmine was going to ask for more information but then she noticed the weird but slightly familiar way that Daisy was shifting her weight. Um, Daisy? Jasmine whispered. Are you coming? No. Daisy whispered back, her eyes closed as she panted softly. He still won't let me. He's just keeping me on the edge. Jasmine winced again, remembering how torturous Daisy said that had been the last time. Will he dash? Jazz, shut up. Daisy sighed, her body trembling as she gripped the table so hard that you could see the effort in her knuckles as she made short erratic breaths. I'm trying not to make a scene, right, right. Jasmine nodded as the bell mercifully rang and Daisy hopped out of the seat as fast as she'd ever seen anyone do it and quickly left the cafeteria. Just as it was earlier, the parts of Daisy's day that didn't involve Alex seemed to be so insignificant, and she didn't like it. But focusing on class or whatever excuses Jasmine has made for her hair or the apathetic way of responding to her clique, or even why they were talking to Alex at lunch, none of it mattered. Once class was over, Daisy said bye to Jasmine and just walked. It was terrifying. She was very much a person who liked to have a plan. And here she was just walking to an unknown place with no idea of how to get there to fuck a guy she hated. He wasn't wrong though. She knew where to go. It was an odd sensation. It was like going on autopilot as she walked to a familiar place, without it actually being a familiar place. You should smile. A voice called out to her. What? Daisy asked as she turned to realize that she was passing a construction site and one of the workers was talking to her. 
She recognized the site and where she was, though it wasn't on the usual path from the school to her dorm. The man talking to her was an older man with gray pepper throughout his facial hair whereas the hair on his head was kept much shorter. You're a pretty girl. You should smile. He repeated with a leering smile of his own. Daisy rolled her eyes and didn't even bother to justify that with an answer. She didn't feel like fucking smiling and some asshole old enough to be her father wasn't going to make her. One guy forcing her to do things she didn't want to do was more than enough. She was sure she heard him say something like feisty. But she couldn't care less. She was almost there. Eventually, Daisy came across a small house almost hidden by a wooded area that she hadn't paid much attention to and only did now because she knew Alex was in there. She wasn't sure what she was expecting. A Dracula castle or something? A lava moat? It was just a house. It could have belonged to anyone. Daisy found herself very self-conscious as walked up to the door. She wasn't even sure if she should knock or not. He knew she was coming. In fact, she could sense that he knew she was there right now. But Daisy knocked regardless just because it seemed like the thing to do. Come in, slut. Alex's voice called from the other side of the door. Daisy's eyes immediately bulged and her face colored in embarrassment as her eyes narrowed in irritation. She almost didn't go in, but she had to, and he knew it. I'm not a slut. She grumbled, closing the door behind her as she walked in. Once again, she was surprised by how simplistic everything was. She stood in a small living room with a love seat and a recliner where Alex sat reading a book. There was a TV and a few bookshelves with a variety of books on them, but other than that, it was a sparse room. Even the walls were bare. Why are you here? Alex casually asked, turning another page of his book. It took Daisy a second to realize what was different about his appearance, and then she saw that his hair wasn't in a ponytail anymore, and he just had it down. It gave him somewhat of a more devil-may-care look. I'm... Daisy started before losing her words. Her face only went redder as she began to fidget. You know why I'm here. To fuck me. Alex stated matter-of-factly. Or at the very least suck my dick. Would that be correct? Daisy stared at the wooden floor as she gave a subtle nod. Why yeah? She hated this. She hated this so much. She wanted nothing more than to go home, but she knew she couldn't do that. How well do we know each other? Alex asked, turning another page. I barely know you. Daisy murmured, thankful for such a less invasive question. But you can read my mind so dash. So, you're coming over to my place. A guy you barely even know for sex. And I'd say it's fairly obvious that you desperately want me to give you an orgasm. Alex sighed, speaking as if Daisy's visit was the equivalent of jury duty for him. Yes, please. Daisy grumbled through her teeth. He wasn't exaggerating. Daisy wasn't one for edging. The fact that she'd wanted to come and couldn't was driving her crazy, and she was becoming rather desperate. And what would you call a girl who desperately wants sex enough to come to a stranger's house? What would the term for that girl be? Alex waited, as he continued to read his book before looking up when there was no answer, just glares. This is my house. Therefore, it's well within my right to kick you the fuck out if you continue to bore me. Daisy dropped her head, never feeling more humiliated in her life as the words left her lips. Slut. I'm a slut. Alex continued to look at Daisy, closing his book, an amused smirk slowly curling on his lips. Try that again. You get one more time. Daisy wasn't sure she could be blushing anymore if she tried. She knew exactly what he wanted from her and every cell in her body was fighting giving him that much satisfaction. But what could she do? Her shoulders slumped in defeat as she looked Alex in the eye and took a deep breath. I'm your slut. She finally growled at him. I'm your slut. I'm your slut, okay? Happy? Alex grinned back before opening his book again. Get the fuck out. What? Daisy gasped, her jaw literally dropping. Why? I said it. You growled it at me. Rude. Alex had his attention back on his book, and Daisy knew that was it. She had his attention, and she lost it that quickly, and she wouldn't get it back. I'm sorry. She immediately pleaded. Please let me try again. Please, let your slut, try again. What part of get the fuck out wasn't clear? Alex sighed. When Daisy opened her mouth to beg again, he spoke before she could. Keep it up and I won't let you try again tomorrow. Why, yes, Alex. Daisy mumbled dejectedly. This wasn't a thing that happened. Daisy wouldn't say she was spoiled but guys didn't turn her down, short of the few that thought she looked too young, 
like she could help how her face looked and that she was naturally petite. But on the whole, rejection wasn't something that she usually had to deal with. People get to use my name, Alex said, flipping another page. You're not a person. You're a slut. Daisy winced, getting an idea of what he wanted and let out another defeated sigh. Yes, sir. Alex smirked, but he said nothing else, no longer paying her any attention, leaving only one thing for Daisy to do. She went home to the dorm. She didn't trust herself not to murder her friend at the construction site, so she went back a different way. It was longer but she needed to fume anyway so it worked out. That was so humiliating. It took everything in her to go there and after making her call herself his slut he kicked her out. What the fuck? When Daisy got back she slammed the door behind her, drawing Jasmine's attention. Take it, things didn't go well with Alex? No Jazz. Daisy roared. Things did not go well with Ale Dash. Before she could finish her sentence, a pleasurable sensation started between her legs. Despite it starting well, Daisy knew how this would go from when Alex stuck her to the seat at lunch. Sir. Sir. I meant sir. I'm sorry. Sir. Please don't dash. It was too late. Daisy fell to her knees as the wave of pleasure rose. Her eyes rolled in the back of her head as her body shook with a need she knew wouldn't be fulfilled. Daisy let out a few whimpered moans as she was driven close to the edge but no further. But thankfully unlike lunchtime, it quickly faded and she was left trying to catch her breath. I want to come so bad. She murmured to herself, looking down at the floor hugging her knees. Sorry, sweetie. Jasmine said, dropping down to give Daisy a hug. What happened? I was too rude about calling myself, sir slut. Daisy sighed, quickly realizing from Jasmine's reaction that she would need more information, so Daisy went through the whole thing from when she first knocked on the door. Oh wow. Jasmine gasped after the tale was told. That sounds so, Jazz. Daisy growled. I'm embarrassed and depressed and ridiculously sexually frustrated. If you're about to tell me that all of that is hot, I swear I'm going to rip your eyeballs out of your skull. Okay, okay. I'll keep my feelings about, sir, to myself. I have to call him that. You don't. Daisy groaned making her way back to her feet with Jasmine's help. Well, I'm still working on plan A. So every little bit helps. Jasmine said with a wink. Daisy was about to ask what plan A was and then she remembered that it was for them to switch places and Daisy just rolled her eyes. I'm going to take a shower and go to bed. Good luck with that. And good luck tomorrow. Jasmine called out after her. The following day, Daisy took the longer way to Alex's house and just like last time, she knocked. Come in, slut. Yes, sir. The thing that burned her even more as she went inside was how little that title bothered her this time. Sure, Daisy's cheeks tinted a bit as she blushed but in the time she had to process it all, she found herself worryingly agreeable to the name. She told herself that she was just resigning herself to the inevitable. But, when she was honest with herself, she wasn't sure anymore. Once again Alex was reading. Upon a closer look, it was a different book this time, but she couldn't make out the title. What are you? He suddenly asked, without looking up from his book. I am your slut. Daisy quickly said, immediately straightening her posture for some reason despite the fact that Alex wasn't even looking at her. And why are you here? Alex asked, looking up from his book. Two. Daisy found herself blushing anew as she tried to think of a way to phrase it. To serve you, sir. However you wish me to. And how are you expecting to serve me today, slut? Alex grinned behind the book, his gaze burning into Daisy's. Sexually. Daisy mumbled, fidgeting uncomfortably. Alex rolled his eyes and turned back to his book. Boring. That was a boring answer. Daisy's eyes shot wide as an honest jolt of pure hot fear went through her body as she had a mental flash of Alex kicking her out the previous day. Your dick, sir. I was expecting. I. Your slut wants to suck your dick. Heh. Alex chuckled, no longer making eye contact as he turned a page. She clearly lost that privilege. Well, you can't suck it from over there, can you, slut? Get over here and take it out. Yes, sir. Daisy agreed with a quick nod as she awkwardly made her way closer to him. With every step she made, Daisy trembled with anticipation, fear, anxiety and maybe in the deepest recesses of her mind, a little excitement. But she chalked that last one up to her sexual frustration. She desperately wanted a release and Alex was the one holding the only key to that door. Of course, she'd be a little excited. 
Once Daisy reached the recliner, she visibly gulped. She had glanced at his crotch and, well, she could see through his pants the outline of his cock going along his thigh. He was not small. Of course I'm not small, slut. I'm an incubus. Now take out my dick before I change my mind. Daisy's eyes bulged at the not-so-subtle reminder that Alex could read her thoughts, which made her even more self-conscious, but she quickly realized that she didn't have time for that. Why, yes, sir, she said as she fumbled with Alex's zipper and unbuttoned his pants, and even then having to reach down his pants leg to pull out his member. Oh my god! Daisy gasped open-mouthed as she saw the length and girth of the only partially hard dick currently in her hands. You ever thought about doing porn, sir? If I want your opinion or the abomination of what you call a sense of humor, I'll make you say it. Alex stated with an irritated sigh. I'm fully aware I have a big dick. Are you just going to gawk at it? No, sir. Daisy quickly shook her head and turned back to the monster in her hands, giving the phallus soft strokes as it hardened against her palms. Despite being scolded for it, she couldn't help but to stare. She'd never seen a cock that big in real life. Despite the porn star joke, she was sure that Alex would even give them a run for their money. A part of her was even wondering if it would fit. But the more she watched the throbbing member, the more she didn't care. And it wasn't just the look of it. Just touching him was sending a low-level sense of pleasure through her. She didn't know if it was because he was an incubus or because she was a thrall, but it was definitely there. It wasn't enough to make her come or her body's pitiful attempts at the action lately, but it did feel good. She could feel her wetness dripping down her inner thighs as her breath quickened. Her eyes widened as she saw a small bead of precum dripping from the tip. Her mind immediately flashed back to their first kiss and how she could taste him on her lips for the remainder of the night and most of the following morning. And that was just from his lips. Stop, Alex said suddenly. Daisy hadn't even realized it until she obeyed the order, but she'd already moved his cock to her mouth and her tongue was less than an inch away from the precum that had caught so much of her attention. She looked up at him, her breath panting with need over his dick. Sir? Alex returned her look once more, looking up from his book for the first time since she bored him earlier. How badly do you want that dick, slut? Daisy could feel the heat rushing to her face. She was beginning to get it. When she had his attention like that, it was very momentary, and she needed to do everything in her power to keep that attention for as long as possible and Alex clearly preferred more detailed answers. She didn't know why she was being like this. She wasn't exactly a prude. In fact, her mouth was filthier than most guys when it came to dirty talk but with most guys she felt like she had a certain level of control with them. It was much more likely that she'd be the one to say fuck it and leave them unfulfilled than the other way around. But with Alex, she was terrified that she'd say the wrong thing. But she also knew that saying nothing or being coy was even worse, so the words just rolled out of her mouth out of a feared necessity. I want your cock, sir. I desperately want it inside me. My mouth, my pussy, wherever you want to put it, sir. Your cum. Smells so, so, I, I want to taste it, sir. Please let me taste it. She moaned desperately. If you wanted it that badly. Alex's grin immediately turned sinister as he leaned forward. Then you probably should have thanked me for the opportunity, you rude, entitled, selfish bitch. Get. The fuck. Out of my house. Sir. Daisy protested, her grip on Alex's cock tightening. Please. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please don't kick me out again. I'll be good. Let go of my dick. Take off your tights and your panties. Now. Alex growled back. Daisy gasped at the sudden order and not wanting to anger Alex any further did so with no hesitation. The moment his dick left her hands whatever pleasure she was feeling from that immediately stopped, causing her to whimper. But as disappointing as that was, she still had an order to follow. She was still in her school uniform which consisted of a button-up shirt and a skirt that should have run down to knee level but Daisy's shortness tended to have it go down a little further. After kicking off her shoes... Daisy quickly pulled down her tights and panties in one go before stepping out of them and biting her bottom lip as she looked back over to Alex. It was very hard to look him in the eye with his cock out like that. She wondered if this is how guys felt all the time with cleavage. But she couldn't help but to think that he was about to fuck her. Why else would he make her take these things off? And as much as she didn't want to admit it, the thought that he was about to fuck her was exciting. I'm not fucking you. Alex chuckled darkly, moving his hair behind his ear. 
I just want you to have to go home like that. You can put your shoes back on. Sir, Daisy pleaded. Please don't make me do that. I'm sorry. I promise I'll be better. I'm sorry. Alex's grin only widened. Now you have to go the short way. And if you see that nice construction worker, give him a nice smile. Sir, please. Okay, now, if he talks to you. Alex looked up thoughtfully before turning his attention back to Daisy. Not only do you give him a nice smile, but you have to flash him. I bet you have a very pretty pussy. Give him a show. Also, because you're being a mouthy little brat, you don't get to see me tomorrow. It's the day after tomorrow now. Yes, sir. Daisy immediately answered, terrified of what would happen if she argued with him any further considering she was already mortified at everything that he just said. There was still clear protest in her face as her eyes teared and her breathing became erratic but there was nothing she could do. There was absolutely nothing she could do, and Alex knew it. That's better. Alex chuckled at the silence, turning back to his book. Daisy let out a few ragged sobs as she wiped her eyes. So not only did she have to flash her pussy to a stranger, a pussy that was still super wet because of Alex, but she also wouldn't see Alex outside of school for over a day. She could feel a twinge of pain inside from the thought of that alone. The construction worker thing was just icing on the bullshit cake. But she knew better now than to voice any of these complaints out loud. Good. Dumb sluts can learn. Out. Alex repeated, turning the page of his book. Yes, sir. Daisy mumbled dejectedly, giving Alex one last look. It also didn't escape her attention that the entire time that he was humiliating her, his dick continued to throb, probably more so than when she was actually touching it. But there was nothing she could do about that now but to leave. Outside, Daisy felt like she had never been more self-conscious in her life. It was like she'd forgotten how to walk. Every breeze seemed like it was going right up her skirt and against her pussy. Even with the skirt being longer than it would on most girls, Daisy felt naked. Like every person who walked past her could see her shame. It was probably the way that she was reacting that they were responding to, assuming it wasn't all in her head in the first place but she went out of her way to avoid all eye contact and to walk as quickly as her terrified nervousness would allow. She knew that most gusts of wind weren't enough to blow up her skirt but it felt like every single one of them was an attack designed to make her flash everyone and not the guy that she had to flash. There was a single grain of hope that got her through each step. And that was the wording of the order. If he talks to you, it was a condition. If she could walk by the construction site without that specific guy noticing her or talking to her then she was fine. As long as this annoyingly windy day didn't flip her skirt up then she was home free. But the closer she got to the site, the more scared she became. It was like her skin was on fire, especially her legs. It wasn't even like it wasn't common for her to wear a skirt without tights. Hell, she'd worn much shorter skirts without tights. She wore bikinis when she went to the beach. Showing off skin was a thrill. She liked feeling desired. But it was always her choice to do that. This wasn't her choice. None of this was her choice. Daisy wanted nothing more than to just run past the construction site, but she was more scared of what Alex would make her do if she disobeyed him. For all she knew, he was currently in her head right now watching everything she was doing and listening to everything she was thinking. She had to do this, or she might not see him again for a week. She couldn't help but to think about how badly she wanted to come. She never saw herself as that sexually needy of a person, but it was also never a problem when she wanted to get a quick orgasm here or there. She'd never gone this long wanting an orgasm, having the opportunities to get said orgasm and yet still not having it. A small whimper escaped her lips. Hey there. Do I get a smile this time? Daisy froze. She didn't even have to look or hear the actual words that confirmed that it was the same guy. She just knew. And what she wanted more than anything in that moment was to just curl into a ball and break down and cry. But those weren't her orders. Quickly turning to face the worker, she flashed him a smile, reached down, and pulled the front of her skirt up, showing not only him her pussy but the two guys next to him. And then she ran. She ran and she ran and she ran some more. She could almost feel Alex laughing at her in her mind but none of that mattered. She didn't even bother to push down her skirt anymore. She just moved her legs and didn't stop moving them until she was in her dorm again. The following day at lunchtime, Alex was eating his usual sandwich when he saw a form sitting down across from him. As he glanced up, a small smirk crossed his face. Sir? Jasmine huffed. You don't have to call me that. 
Alex replied, his smirk only further showing his amusement. But you like it when I call you that. Don't you, sir? She accused. You're not wrong. Alex chuckled, taking another bite of his sandwich. Sir, look, I don't care. Alex interrupted. I don't care that she didn't come to class today. I don't care that she ran herself ragged after following my orders. I don't care how hard she cried after the fact or that she did it all night. I don't. Care. Yes, you do. Jasmine challenged, narrowing her eyes. Alex chuckled again. Allow me to rephrase. I have no empathy for her ordeal. Her agony amuses me. And only in that sense do I care. Look, I get it. Jasmine sighed. We were total bitches to you, and you're this godlike being who loves taking us down a peg to prove how insignificant we really are. I get that. I really do. But Daisy isn't a bad person. To you. Alex corrected suddenly. She isn't a bad person to you, and to a lesser extent, people who further her goals. But to anyone whose existence does not benefit her, she treats them like shit, and that is not a good person. I am in no way saying that I am a good person. I'm above that human morality shit, but I will say that she deserves everything she's getting and that your sympathy is misplaced. Then I do too. Jasmine complained, reaching for Alex's hand, which he casually avoided. Why aren't you punishing me too? Silly girl. Alex replied, grinning even wider. I am punishing you. I read this thing somewhere. I no longer remember where it came from, but it went a little something like this. A true masochist will say, hurt me, but a true sadist will say, no. Jasmine finished, comprehending her part of the punishment. Alex winked back and turned to his lunch. Now if that will be all, please allow me to eat my lunch in peace. I'll see the slut tomorrow, assuming she doesn't do something to piss me off before then. Yes, sir. Jasmine spat out like the word was a slur, knowing that she could get away with being a bratty all she wanted while her friend didn't get the same benefit. Plan A was not going well. Chapter 02 The following afternoon, Daisy softly knocked on the now familiar door. The term walking on eggshells did no justice to how jittery she felt once she was beckoned inside the usual way. In such a short time she felt desperate just to touch Alex again, much less earning the right to do more. Her expectations were also on a different level because of the situation. If Alex was attracted to her at all, it wasn't to an extent that he had any real desire to do anything about it. He just seemed to not care. Daisy didn't know if it was just her specifically that he had no real urge to have sex with or if it was sex in general. Maybe he was just so old now that sex was no big thing for him anymore. But she was pretty sure that she'd fuck up somehow and get kicked out again, even though that was the last thing she actually wanted. But she'd grown to realize that when it came to Alex, what she wanted meant jack shit. Hello, sir. She mumbled, keeping her eyes downcast. You sound so sad. Alex commented, much to Daisy's surprise, not reading this time. Would you rather go back? If that's what sir wishes me to do, Daisy said with a sigh. And what do you want to do? Alex asked, smirking once more. Daisy opened her mouth to say you know what I want to do, but then thought about it before giving him a better answer. I want to not get kicked out again. And I want to touch your dick. Just touch it? Alex taunted, leaning forward. You initially came in wanting me to fuck you, then you just wanted to give me a blowjob and now, you just want to touch my cock? Daisy's lips curled into a pained smirk of her own. My expectations are just a bit more realistic, sir. Alex began to chuckle which drew Daisy's attention since she couldn't remember the last time something she said got that kind of a reaction from him. She wasn't entirely sure that it was a good thing or not, but she was willing to take it. More realistic. I like that. Get over here, slut. Yes, sir. Daisy quickly answered. She made a deal with herself in the day she had off. It didn't matter what Alex said. She would agree to it and do it to the best of her ability and just deal with the consequences after the fact. Thinking about the order as it was given had not worked very well for her in the past. As she got closer, she could once again see the outline of Alex's cock inside of his pants. How had she not noticed that all this time? She remembered thinking that he was probably a wee man before he literally owned her. It took Daisy a while to realize just how silent everything was and then she caught that she was just staring hungrily at Alex's crotch while he seemed to be amused by her obsession. Who are you? Alex asked, his grin becoming more pronounced. I'm your slut, sir. Daisy easily replied. 
I think you actually believe that this time, Alex stated with amusement. I don't have much of a choice in that, sir. Daisy sighed. I am what I am, as long as you allow me to be. Would you look at that? A thrall for less than a week and you're already good little slut, aren't you? Alex taunted, grabbing Daisy by the chin and forcing her to look at him. Daisy's eyes widened slightly as she realized that this was first time Alex had touched her since that first kiss. And while it wasn't as potent as when she grabbed his cock, there was a comparable sense of pleasure that went through her from even that simple touch. Yes, sir. Daisy moaned, only wanting him to touch her more. I'll be a good little slut for you. These words still brought some embarrassment to her within the back of her mind, but for the moment, she didn't care what she had to say or do. Whatever it took to keep having this sensation, Alex chuckled at the display, releasing her chin. Pathetic. I was sure with all that fucking bluster you came in here with that you'd put up more of a fight. Oh well. Getting comfortable again, Alex lay back in the recliner, closing his eyes as if he were going to sleep. Well? My dick isn't going to suck itself. Daisy's eyes shot wide in shock and then a hungry lust took over her body. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. She moaned, remembering what got her in trouble the previous trip. She could only assume the subtle smirk he had on his lips meant that she'd done the right thing as Daisy quickly unzipped Alex's pants and once again fished out his massive member. Just like last time, she stood amazed by just how big it was and the slight pleasure she'd felt when he grabbed her was significantly increased as she stroked the phallus, hoping she could get farther with it this time. It throbbed almost angrily at Daisy's touch as she licked her lips in desperation at the precum she stroked from the head of his dick. There was no hesitation this time as she opened her mouth wide and closed her lips around it. A loud moan vibrated through Alex's cock as his taste hit Daisy's tongue. Not only was the pleasurable sensation even further intensified with him in her mouth, but his taste was addicting. She never wanted someone to come in her mouth more in her life. Her tongue eagerly explored his shaft with each bob of her head, making more and more of his dick wet with her saliva. Jasmine's words of advice echoed in her mind about how damn good this blowjob needed to be. She had to watch herself. This was for his pleasure, not hers. Daisy put her all into getting the best of both worlds not only sucking his cock but also pumping his shaft with both of her hands, only strengthening her own pleasure as well, making her moan in appreciation. However, she couldn't do this for too long as she realized her jaw was getting sore from how much force she had to use to keep it wide enough for him. To give herself a break, Daisy released Alex's cock, but kept the pace with her hands as she swirled her tongue around the head. That's it. Alex sighed, drawing Daisy's attention. That's really the best you can do. You've been a thrall for days. Now take my fucking cock. He growled, grabbing Daisy hard by her hair and taking advantage of her gas to shove his dick back in her mouth, forcing it deeper and deeper down her throat as she gagged and panicked, flailing her arms. Relax, bitch. Alex growled, and with a look from him, Daisy's hands were forced behind her back by some unseen force, giving her no further defense against his phallic assault. You don't even need to breathe anymore. It's just in your head. Of course, the head is very powerful so until you accept that, you'll just keep suffocating, but you won't die. In fact, you die when I say you die. Isn't that interesting? Despite Alex's informing words, Daisy couldn't make them out as he continued to brutally fuck her throat. It was clear that Alex was trying to get balls deep, but she just couldn't physically take it more than two-thirds of the way no matter how hard he shoved. Daisy's eyes teared as she continued to try to get air with no avail. She whimpered around his invading cock as her eyes watered to the point that she couldn't see through them anymore. All she could focus on was Alex's dick and even through her panicked, terrified mind, she could taste more and more of his precum as he thrust into her and it was driving her confused body even further into chaos. Alex was getting closer. She could feel it and not just because of the way his cock was throbbing in her throat. It was as if the closer he got to an orgasm, the closer it drove her to one of her own. It didn't hit her how bad that was until her body was shaking with the buildup of an orgasm that she still couldn't have on top of everything else, which only made her panic more. As Daisy's helpless thrashing reached its apex, Alex groaned as he flooded her throat with rope after rope of his cum, and immediately it felt like the pleasure she was already feeling had doubled. It would have probably been enjoyable if it wasn't for the inability to come and the suffocation. As it was, there was so much ecstasy and torture going on simultaneously that it was just too much and Daisy couldn't process it anymore. It was only when she was released and fell to the floor that some of her senses began to return as Daisy tried to convince her body that it couldn't cough, breath, 
and keep trying in vain to come all at the same time. She was on all fours finally getting that whole breathing thing down again as she realized Alex was standing in front of her. When she tried to look up, Alex grabbed her hair again, forcing her to look him in the face, as much as her blurry eyes could. Pitiful. Get the fuck out. Alex ordered, jerking her hair again and forcing her on the ground before putting his dick away and sitting back in the recliner. See, can I dash? Daisy choked out with barely a whisper, her body still racked with shudders as she lost her words. Come back here tomorrow? Alex finished with a small chuckle. Fine. I don't care. Th. Thank you, sir. Daisy finally got out, before she did as ordered and eventually was able to make her way out of house and back to her dorm, getting her legs back under her at some point though still clearly out of it. Why did he send you back this time? Jasmine asked, before seeing the state that Daisy was in. Holy shit, are you okay? Choke me. Daisy mumbled awkwardly as soon as she closed the door behind her. Excuse me? I need you to choke me. Daisy repeated, reaching lazily for Jasmine's hand. Whoa, 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 back up. Jasmine protested, ironically backing up herself. You can't just walk in here asking me to choke you. Give me some more information. What happened? Sir fucked my throat and I sucked at it because I kept needing to breathe. Daisy got out, a hint of impatience and irritation in her still currently weak voice. Well, yeah, breathing is something that needs to happen. Jasmine rolled her eyes. I don't need to breathe. My mind thinks I do. Please, help me. I need to be better next time. Daisy found her eyes watering anew as she shook in frustration. Please? Jasmine winced at the emotional onslaught her friend was giving her and weakly responded. Daisy, this is, this is really weird. What you want me to do is really weird, you like weird though. Daisy replied, grabbing Jasmine's hand again. So, I spend way too much of last night choking the shit out of your girlfriend. Jasmine growled at Alex the next day as she suddenly sat down at his table. She is in no way my girlfriend. Alex replied, with a sneer. I don't care. Jasmine mumbled, with a sigh. Just take it easy on her, okay? You're literally going to drive her insane at this rate. I'm getting worried about her. What I do or don't do with her is my choice. She's mine. And another thing. Jasmine continued, seemingly ignoring what Alex said. What's the deal with her tits? She woke up this morning and they went up like, a cup, at least. They aren't as big as mine but she's literally going to have to get some new bras at this point. This caused Alex's eyes to widen just a bit before he went into a full-blown chuckle fest. Well, I like them more around your size. He grinned, blatantly leering at Jasmine's cleavage. So, her body is reacting to that. Hey, eyes up here unless you're going to throw me, thank you. Jasmine replied, clearly trying to fight off her amusement at his attention before becoming all business again. So what? You don't want her but you're still changing her body so that she's more your type? What else is going to happen? Alex looked over to Daisy's table, with her immediately returning the look despite appearing to be in the middle of a conversation. Well, I like bigger boobs and wider hips, longer legs, and as I said earlier, I like black hair. Jasmine's eyes bulged as Alex turned his attention back to her. Wait. You're going to make all those changes to her? No. Her body is going to make all those changes, for me. Alex grinned back at Jasmine. Look, I'm just, I'm going to ask you again. Please. Humiliate me, torture me, whatever you want to do, just, please release her. This has gone on for too long. She pleaded. Okay. Alex said with a shrug. Why? Jasmine sputtered, waiting for the punchline. Wait, seriously? Over here, slut. Alex ordered in his normal tone and despite Daisy being practically across the room, she immediately got up and walked over to Alex's table, hesitating before she sat down and then doing so anyway. Why, yes, yes, sir. Daisy groaned, shifting uncomfortably. Oh, come the fuck on, Alex. You literally called her over here. Why are you punishing her? Jasmine growled, remembering how torturous sitting at Alex's table had been for Daisy last time, and putting two and two together for why she was sitting so awkwardly now. Because I didn't tell her to sit with me. I told her to come here. Alex answered amusedly before nodding his head and immediately Daisy's distress seemed to be replaced with a relieved sigh as her body relaxed. While it wasn't overly obvious, now that it had been pointed out, Jasmine wasn't wrong about Daisy's chest. Her boobs were clearly too big for her current bra, 
but it seemed as it were something that she was doing on purpose to make her cleavage more obvious. Your friends think I sell drugs? Alex suddenly asked, raising a skeptical eyebrow. Daisy immediately blushed. It. It was the first thing that came to mind to explain why we keep talking to you. None of them smoke at all, so it was safe to say that you had a connection to my dealer, and I had to be nice to you if I wanted to keep getting the really good shit at the same price. Is. Is that okay? Alex let out another chuckle. Well, you won't have to deal with that anymore anyway. Jasmine has convinced me to release you from being my thrall. Daisy's eyes shot wide as she quickly looked from Jasmine to Alex and back. Sir P, please, please don't dash. I'll be better, I swear, I'll be better. I'm trying to learn not to breathe and I'll dash, sir, please. The more Daisy spoke, the wilder her eyes became as they filled with tears and her body literally shook awkwardly in the chair. She looked like she was about to have a panic attack. Stop making a scene. Alex ordered and immediately Daisy's body relaxed and she wiped away her tears, but her eyes never changed. They were still clearly in panic mode. Please. She whimpered desperately, pleading Alex with her gaze. You see. Alex started, turning to Jasmine and seeming to ignore Daisy completely. The slut's been my thrall too long. It's addicting, see? I'm addicting. It's amusing that your go-to lie was that I was a dealer because it's not that far from the truth. You see, it's too late for her. The body modifications only solidify it. I could release her if you really want me to. But look at her right now. In the eye. If I released her right now, it would break her. Much to Jasmine's horror when she looked at Daisy, despite trying to obey the order not to cause a scene, the panic was real and visceral. She didn't know what would happen to Daisy if Alex released her, but it clearly wouldn't be good. Okay. Jasmine conceded. Okay, fine. Please don't release her. Oh, come on. You can beg better than that. Alex grinned widely. Please, sir. Jasmine pleaded with an exasperated sigh. Please keep Daisy as your slut. Alex chuckled, the grin remaining on his lips. Okay. If you insist. I guess I'll see you after school, slut. Thank you, sir. Daisy moaned, avoiding eye contact as she seemed to calm down. Thank you, you know. Jasmine started, drawing Alex's attention again. You making me beg like that got me really wet. Alex shook with the force of his chuckle as she smiled even wider. Well, I do have a slut who could help you with that. Just say the word. Ha ha. Jasmine rolled her eyes as she stood up. Just saying. My offer still stands. Even if I'm not a replacement anymore. Bye. Alex laughed, waving Jasmine away. Off my table, slut. Despite him seeming to only have eyes for Jasmine or more specifically, her ass as she walked away, Daisy knew that last bit was said for her and quickly left the table before she could get punished for it. Come in, slut. Alex's voice greeted from the other side of the door. Yes, sir. Daisy mumbled as she entered, her hands instinctively behind her back as she tried to push out her chest for Alex's benefit. She didn't need Jasmine to tell her that those changes weren't of a natural nature and she oddly welcomed them. If it made her more appealing to him, then she was all for it. How can I serve you today? Alex raised a skeptical eyebrow from his book at the question as he looked over. You said you'd been practicing, correct? Yes, sir. Daisy eagerly answered. I'll please you much better this time, I promise. Good. Alex said, turning his attention back to the book. Prove it. But as Daisy started to approach, he continued. On that friendly construction worker. I can't be bothered with you today. Daisy immediately froze. She could have sworn that her heart stopped beating as well. Then again, for all she knew it didn't need to do that any more than she needed to breathe. But it seemed like everything was still until her mouth went on autopilot. Yes, sir. It hadn't struck her just how much she was looking forward to touching Alex again. He really wasn't wrong about the drug analogy. She wanted to break down and cry right then. But he'd given her an order, and she'd made a promise to herself that she'd follow his orders regardless of whether she wanted to do them or not. Sir, what exactly do you want me to do with him? Suck his dick. Alex grumbled impatiently. Fuck him if he wants you to. I don't care. But do a good job. Don't half-ass it. Of course, sir. Thank you, sir. Daisy didn't even know what she was thanking him for. Giving her an order instead of ignoring her altogether? It didn't really matter. Thanking him just seemed like the thing to do. 
It was better to be overly polite than to be punished for not being polite enough. Maybe if she did a good enough job then she could be rewarded for it tomorrow. Though the humiliation of what she had to do in the very near future didn't escape her. It was just a necessary evil she had no choice but to deal with. As she turned to leave, Alex cleared his throat immediately garnering her attention again. T.O. Daisy's surprise and confusion. Alex was holding out his hand expectantly. It didn't take Daisy long to realize what he was waiting for and her face immediately burned in embarrassment as she began to take off her tights and underwear like she had the last time Alex wanted her to make a pass at the construction worker. Sir, do you, erm, want me to come here without Dash? No. Alex interrupted. It amuses me to make you take them off. Yes, sir. Daisy mumbled, walking up to Alex and handing the undergarments over. There was a part of her that wanted to ask if she would ever get them back, but Alex was giving his fuck-off vibe when he turned his attention back to the book. Even so, there was still one more thing that she wanted to ask, and she waited patiently for an opportunity to ask it. What, slut? Alex sighed, turning the page. Um, it's just that you have me taking these off. You said earlier that you thought that I had a pretty pussy. I just didn't know if maybe you wanted to see? My, my pussy, that is. Alex sighed again, clearly rolling his eyes. Do you have any idea how many pussies I've seen in my life? That was rhetorical. Don't answer it. He quickly added, cutting Daisy off from replying. Anyway, what makes you think that yours is special to me? I'll answer that for you. It's not. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Daisy murmured dejectedly. That was a stupid assumption, sir. Yes, it was. Alex stated. Now, why the fuck are you still here? Sorry, sir. Daisy's face was inventing an entirely new shade of red as she grabbed her bag and quickly left the house. She didn't know what she was expecting. That if he saw her pussy, he'd want to fuck her? Maybe that would have worked if she were Jasmine, but that clearly wasn't the case for her. Daisy tried to fight back her embarrassed tears as she headed towards the construction site. She didn't even care anymore. Nothing she did would make any difference to him. She wasn't even his toy to be fucked, she was his toy to be tortured, so at least someone should get a benefit out of it. Besides, it was on Alex's orders that good old Pepperbeard was supposed to have a good time, so she needed to do that regardless. Though she found herself thinking in the exact opposite vein of the last time she came this way. Before, she was hoping that she'd miss him so that she didn't have to carry out the order, but this time she was worried about that exact same outcome. This time it wasn't set to a condition. She had to find him and if he weren't in his usual area, how was she supposed to do that? To Daisy's relief, she saw her bearded friend sitting by himself again, eating a sandwich. Like every time she'd seen him before, he seemed to be people watching. The tiny shreds of an ego that Daisy still had made her think that he was looking for her. Not all that surprisingly, when she caught his eye, there was a noticeable reaction. Well, at least he remembered her. Though she had to assume there weren't many college-aged girls that flashed their pussies at him. Despite not caring before, those butterflies made themselves known as she squeaked out a greeting and smiled at him. H. Hi. To her surprise, he seemed to blush as well. Hi to you too. He looked around quickly before he continued. You, wearing underwear this time? As if the world were just determined to throw Daisy off today. When she shook her head at the question, he seemed to frown in response. Sweetie, how old are you? I'm 19. Daisy sighed. Part of her wish that whatever changes Alex was making to her body would make her look older because this did have a habit of getting on her nerves. She could already see the doubt in his mind and with a roll of her eyes she reached in her bag and pulled out her ID, expertly covering her address with her finger and showing it to him. You've had to do this before, he said with a chuckle as he did the math in his head. You have no idea, Daisy mumbled, taking his statement to mean that he believed her and put her ID back. Daisy, that's a pretty name, he replied with a smile. Thank you, Daisy replied, fidgeting slightly. What's yours? Jerry, he said, smiling wider. Daisy wasn't actually one for older guys, but she had to admit the smile was pretty charming. She glanced over to his half-eaten sandwich. So, Jerry, how long are you going to be on break for? About twenty minutes, Jerry replied suspiciously. Why? That wasn't exactly a long time, so she needed to be direct about this. Well, I was hoping to suck your dick. To be fair, as much as Jerry tried to hide his surprise, his expression to that statement was still priceless. Um, sweetie, I'm flattered. 
I really am, but I'm at work. And for fuck's sake, I have a daughter your age. Daisy took note of his wedding ring and how that didn't even come up as an argument. Want me to call you daddy then? She replied with a smirk. And boy did that get a reaction. Oh, you dirty man. You like that, don't you daddy? Hehe. <laughs> Jerry laughed awkwardly, once again looking around. This is a trap, no. It's not. I'm just a slut. Daisy growled impatiently. Does daddy want his dick in my mouth or not? To drive home how much she was not kidding, Daisy walked forward and squeezed the growing bulge over his jeans, even though he quickly moved her hand away. She wasn't going to lie. There was a surge of excitement going through her. It was very refreshing to try and have sex with someone who was actually attracted to her. And despite Jerry's protests, he clearly wanted it. Come on, daddy. I just want to taste it a little bit. Oh my god! Jerry groaned, massaging his temples as he closed his eyes. This is crazy. Daisy could see that she might have been doing her job too well. While he wanted what she was offering, it was clearly a too-good-to-be-true situation and he was slowly leaning towards the cautious side. She was about to fail. A myriad of punishments that Alex would give her went through her mind, though she tried not to let the fear show on her face. Instead, she let out an exasperated sigh and stepped back, giving him some space. Fine. Be that way. If you don't want to play. Daisy quickly looked around to see that while there were a few people within viewing distance, none of them seemed to be paying the two of them any attention. With that window of opportunity open, she lifted the front of her skirt once again, giving Jerry another show of her usually most private of areas, before running a finger up her slit and slowly pulling it away. A small string of her juices stretched between her finger and her pussy, allowing him to see how wet she was, before she put her finger in her mouth and let her skirt fall again. Then I'll just go home. Okay. Okay. Jerry seemed to panic as he looked around again, this time not only at any bystanders but back to the site. Oh. Fuck it. Follow me. He left his food where it was, clearly not caring about it anymore and led her into the construction site. This felt wrong on so many levels, and Daisy could see that Jerry was feeling the same way. Who knows what anyone would think with a man pulling along a girl half his age. Especially a girl not wearing any panties under her skirt. She couldn't help but to giggle at the ridiculous absurdity of it all. Her life had become one crazy thing after another. She could either laugh it off or cry. She chose the former. S.H. Jerry shushed her, looking around suspiciously as he led her into a small trailer, not all that far off from the sidewalk. Is this your office? Daisy asked, looking around at the desk and important-looking papers but immediately knowing the answer when she saw how uncomfortable Jerry was in taking her here. No. It's my boss's. He's out for lunch. Guess I should make this quick then, huh, Daddy? Daisy slid to her knees and quickly unbuckled Jerry's pants, pulling them and his boxers down to his ankles and freeing his dick, which was already rock hard. Mmm. Daddy's got a nice, fat dick for me. She moaned, immediately downing the whole thing in her throat with the first thrust of her head, not even bothering to use her hands. And to be fair, it was pretty big, but her definition of the word was officially skewed thanks to the monster between Alex's legs. Taking this one down her throat was easy compared to that. Holy shit. Jerry tried to bite back his moans as he watched his cock disappear over and over down Daisy's hungry throat. You are very good at this. Thank you, daddy. Daisy squealed, using her tongue more now that she'd shown off. She bobbed and twisted her head with each thrust, trying not to make too much of a mess with her drool by slurping when necessary. Jerry was reacting so much more than Alex had and it was exciting her even if Jerry's dick didn't exactly have the same magic touch as Alex's. She tried to wipe Alex from her mind and focus on getting Jerry off as quickly as possible. Using the drool that inevitably dripped from her lips as she deep-throated him, Daisy used her free hand and massaged his balls. With every thrust of Daisy's head, she could feel Jerry's own hips thrusting right back at her. Gradually they did so with more and more force until she released his cock with a loud pop from her lips and grinned widely up at him. Wanna fuck my face, daddy? Go ahead, you dirty man. Fuck it. Fuck it until you come down my whorish throat. Jerry seemed to need no more encouragement, almost seeming to go wild with lust as he began frantically thrusting his cock down her throat. Daisy wasn't going to lie and say that she wasn't using this as more practice either. Sure, Jasmine choking her had definitely helped, but it wasn't the same as having a cock shoved down her throat with reckless abandon. 
Daisy welcomed every inch of his throbbing cock, swirling her tongue on his balls when she could and doing her best not to breath the entire time. It was still such a weird sensation. Her body still wanted to do it, but she was becoming more comfortable with the fact that it didn't need to do it. Jerry didn't seem to notice in the slightest as he sought out his orgasm. When Daisy looked up at him, he was looking right back down at her, his eyes wild and primal before he began to shudder. Daisy met his thrusts with a renewed vigor, as she was pretty sure that she wanted him to come more than he did. It meant that she'd accomplished her order, something that was clearly becoming more and more important to her as the days went on. She just had to stick the landing. Jerry bit back a loud groan as she grabbed his ass and held herself with his cock balls deep in her throat as it shot load after load directly into her belly. His grip on her hair loosened as he came down from the massive orgasm, slowly sliding her mouth from his dick before she found herself grinning up at him again. That was a big load, daddy. Holy shit. That was... was all Jerry could say as he tried to catch his breath. His eyes then seemed to bulge as he looked down. Daisy followed his gaze to see that her inner thighs were literally glistening with her arousal. In fact, there was a very small puddle on the floor in dedication to it. She'd done a good job in keeping the drool and come from spilling but her own juices, not as much. Oh shit, I'm sorry. She quickly apologized. It's okay. I'll um clean up. You go on ahead. He mumbled, looking around for something to clean with as he pulled his pants up. Daisy was tempted to offer to help, but she realized she'd probably be more of a hassle than anything in more ways than one. There were no words for how much she wanted an orgasm. Just causing them was frustratingly beginning to almost get her off now. Thank you, Daddy. Jerry let out a little laugh as he took some of the tissues on the desk and went to work, before a serious look came across his face. Um, Daisy, you really need to dash. You should wear underwear when you're dressed like that. I know, it's going to sound hypocritical coming from me, but dash, you're very sweet, Daddy. Daisy interrupted, heading to the door after she picked up her things. Was I a good slut? There was clearly concern on his face and Daisy found herself reminded that he apparently had a daughter her age, which probably explained it but after letting out a sigh, he answered, Yeah. Fuck yeah. Daisy flashed Jerry a grin as she peeked out the door to make sure that no one could see her, and then she quickly made her way out of the construction site and back to the dorm for a much-needed shower. Lunch had become so difficult for Daisy. Well, to be honest, school itself was difficult, overall. It was like the parts of her life that didn't involve Alex meant less and less to her. If it wasn't for Jasmine knowing about the whole situation and the fact that Alex went to the same university, there was a part of her that wondered if she could be bothered with any of it. Oh. That reminds me. Daisy! Jessica called out at the lunch table, drawing Daisy's attention from half listening to how everyone thought that they did on midterms and what they'd be doing during the break. Yeah, Jess? Daisy answered, trying not to react to the mention of the break. She hadn't the slightest clue what that meant for her time with or without Alex, and that was distracting her as much as anything else. Did you talk to my dad yesterday? She asked, her voice laced with both confusion and accusation. Because of the restraint that she constantly had to have with Alex, Daisy was able to not react to the question. Jasmine didn't do quite as well her eyes bulging in surprise after hearing the whole story last night, though she quickly recovered as Daisy answered. I don't know. I've never met your dad before. He works construction, Jessica replied. He was so weird yesterday. He asked me if I knew a girl at my school named Daisy and gave a worryingly accurate description of you. Daisy, did you fuck Jessica's dad? Maria accused with a grin. No. Daisy smirked right back. I just sucked his dick. There was an awkward pause before Jasmine started laughing and then everyone except for Jessica quickly joined in more than happy to be part of the joke. What? Daisy chuckled. That's clearly what you wanted me to say. Is her dad cute? Maria asked, mockingly intrigued. If you're into older guys, Daisy replied. He's kinda got a rugged thing going on, I guess. If he's who I think he is. I'm into older guys, Jasmine added. Wanna hook a girl up, Jess? Fuck you. Jessica glared at Jasmine, before turning to Daisy. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Calm your tits. I dropped my ID. He got it for me, and we talked a bit. Daisy started after the laughter began to die down. He said he had a daughter my age, but I didn't ask him any more because I thought it was weird that he was still talking to me. 
The thing about going out of your way to be the popular bitchy girls is you have to know how to act the part. That means lying. It was something that through the years Daisy had gotten quite good at. He wanted that dick in you, that's what it is. Maria chimed in on the story, a lion with eyes on a gazelle. What's wrong, Jess? Is your mom leaving him unfulfilled? Oh, fuck you too. Jessica crossed her arms in a pout as the laughter started up again. Meanwhile Jasmine gave Daisy a that was close expression and all Daisy could do was look over to Alex's table, where he glanced right back at her and chuckled before turning back to his lunch. That was really fucked up, sir. Daisy sighed, placing her bag down in its usual place by the door as she looked over to Alex in his usual recliner. Hilarious. Alex responded a smirk forming while he was looking over his book. The word you're looking for is hilarious. Daisy shook her head incredulously before sighing again defeatedly. What did she expect after all? How did you even set that up? Honestly? The universe set up all the dominoes. All I had to do was push the first one over and enjoy the show. Alex smirked. And no. I'm not going to have you fuck all of your friends' dads. It won't be as funny in repetition. Though if I get bored enough it's a tempting possibility. I'm pleased I entertained you then, sir. Daisy replied, accepting her role as one of the dominoes and finding herself oddly used to him answering questions that she didn't ask out loud. How may I entertain you today? Heh. What do you want to do? Alex asked, turning his attention back to his book. I want to make you come, sir. I want to show you that I can be a better slut for you. Daisy offered cautiously. She had planned for it to come out very assertive, but there was just something about talking to Alex now that just, literally took her breath away. She found it very hard to put what she wanted to say into words that didn't make her come across like an idiot. Not that it mattered. Alex probably thought she was an idiot anyway. Everyone is an idiot to me. Alex sighed, turning a page. But yes, you are especially dumb. Fine dummy. Try not to bore me this time. While there was a part of Daisy that knew that she wasn't dumb, a larger part of her didn't care. He said she was a slut, so she was a slut. He said she was dumb, so she was dumb. It was just the way of things. But more than anything else, she'd have a chance to suck his dick again. Thank you, sir. Whatever. Make it quick. Alex grumbled. Yes, sir. Daisy answered, quickly putting her hair into a ponytail before practically bouncing and skipping over to Alex and undoing his pants, a sense of fear merging with her excitement. How many times had she gotten this far just have it taken away? She was beginning to associate this feeling of fearful horniness with being with Alex in every sense, but all of that was momentarily pushed to the side as Daisy felt Alex's cock in her hands again. A happy sigh escaped her lips. There just wasn't a word for how it felt. She'd heard the term cock worship before and always thought it was just something guys made up so girls would be in love with their dicks, but she truly did appreciate every moment she was allowed to touch and taste it without irony or motive. As ridiculous as it sounded when she tried to put it into words for Jasmine, his cock was every bit the godlike being, on its own as Alex was. Taking a deep breath, Daisy prepared herself for it, and opening wide, she took the head in her mouth. The pleasure she was already feeling surged as it always did, prompting a loud moan from her lips as Daisy slid herself down on it. Now it was game time. Relaxing her throat, she forced her head further and further, trying to ignore the pleasurable sensation increasing as more of his dick was in her. It was the pleasure aspect of it that fucked her up before, along with the fact that she'd never deep-throated anyone much less the beast currently in her mouth. It felt so good that her body instinctively tensed and just wouldn't take any more. Faster than Daisy had realized, she was at her previous limit last time, her eyes widening at just how much cock she still had to go. But she kept pushing through. It was such an odd muscle to use, but she had to relax her throat while simultaneously using quite a bit of force to get Alex's cock where it needed to go, but she'd been practicing, even after her, alone time, with Jessica's dad. Daisy hated feeling like she failed, and she refused to let that stand. She was prepared for everything except the grunt that she heard when she could finally feel his balls on her bottom lip. Not only was she happy that she'd done it, but Alex had given her an acknowledgement of it. That grunt wasn't from pain or indifference. Another surge of pleasure went through Daisy unrelated to the usual sensation she felt touching him. It was at that moment that she truly realized that Alex never reacted to anything she sexually did to him. He just kept reading or whatever he was doing. Maybe he moaned when he came after fucking her face, 
but she was pretty gone by the time that happened and had no clue what was going on. This time, she made him moan and she heard it. That gave her all the confidence that she needed as she remembered the animalistic way that Alex had his way with her throat. As good as it was that she was able to deep-throat him entirely, all that did was get him wet for what came next. She wanted him to moan for her again. And he'd ordered her to make it quick, so she only had one choice. Reaching out for the armrests of the seat, Daisy got some much-needed leverage and then did her best to mimic the way that Alex had fucked her. It was really hard to remember not to breathe, but not doing so infinitely helped her gag reflex as she pounded hard, shoving Alex's mammoth dick down her throat over and over, building up an erratic pace. Her eyes were too watery to see Alex, but she really wanted to think that he wasn't reading anymore. That he was just staring at his slut as she fucked her throat with his cock. That mental image and scattered moans that she heard from him were enough for her to ignore what this was doing to her own body. Like last time, it was an overload of sensations, even more intense because she was the one doing it. The intensity of it all was driving her to an orgasm that she still couldn't have, but even that she had to push to the side and just focus on his cock. When his hips moved against her, she changed her pace to match his and continued to do so until she felt Alex's hands gripping her hair. Alex yanked hard causing Daisy to gasp, or at least whatever she'd call a gasp with inches of dick down her throat. But as weird as that felt, it was nothing compared to when his grip finally made her mouth release his cock and after pumping it no more than two times with his hand, she felt his cum spraying over her face. This time Daisy was aware enough to hear his groans as he came, and between that, the humiliation of the action and how good it actually felt, her body had never tried to come as hard as it currently was. Daisy gasped and whimpered as she could feel the cum dripping down her face like multiple tendrils of ecstasy that shot straight to her needy pussy. This wasn't helped as Alex kept his tight grip on her hair, and she felt the weight of his cock slapping her repeatedly on the cheek with enough force that she was recoiling with the blow somewhat. Daisy must have looked in both awe and totally pathetic because even through her blurred vision she could see his wide smile. And he never smiled that widely at her unless she were in pain or utterly humiliated. You're dripping. Alex grumbled, pushing Daisy off him and onto the floor. As Daisy hit the floor, she almost crumpled into fetal position, shaking uncontrollably. Sir, please. Please. Oh God, please. She felt like if she weren't allowed to come, she'd literally explode. It wasn't just frustrating or even painful. Even the word intense just couldn't do it justice. Please, sir, please, please. She could feel him watching her as she begged. She knew he was enjoying her agony so much more than the blowjob and was terrified that he was just going to kick her out again, desperate to orgasm with a face covered in cum. It did cross my mind. Alex mused, grinning wickedly. Fine. That job wasn't horrible. Come then, slut. Don't say I never gave you anything. Oh my god! Daisy shrieked as her body seized up in pleasure as a much-desired orgasm tore through her petite form. Her head shot up to Alex, who continued to grin at her. This was not a normal orgasm. She could tell that much immediately. As much as she was pleased to finally get the release, the pleasure just continued to increase with no end in sight instead of coming down like usual. And in addition to that, it was as if she could see flashes in her mind. And as those flashes solidified, she realized in horror what was happening. What? Alex asked, his glee coming out through his calm demeanor. I held so many orgasms back from you. I thought you'd want them. All of them. Back to back. It only seemed fair. The flashes Daisy was seeing in her mind were what she was doing at the time to cause each orgasm. She hadn't even gotten to Jasmine going down on her yet, and it was by far the longest orgasm she'd ever had. The visions were just another taunt. A timeline of her torturous ecstasy. And every time she came, she knew it was leading to the ginormous monster of an orgasm caused by him coming on her face that it was a good thing Daisy didn't need to breathe because she had no more breath left as she lewdly writhed on the floor, knowing Alex was watching every moment of it. Well, you have fun. I'm going to go take a shower. Don't worry. I won't let you pass out. You're going to enjoy every single one of those orgasms. He said, leaving the room to parts of the house she'd yet to be privy to and denying her the slight pleasure of knowing he was there. Her body just continued to shudder and quiver on its own as visions of her trying to come over and over went through her mind. While she couldn't fully comprehend the thought process, as the seconds became minutes and the minutes became hours, one thing became abundantly clear. She was a slut. It wasn't just a title that Alex used to humiliate her, 
even this torturous way of getting it made part of Daisy happy. Surely there are girls who would be fine not being able to come. She was Alex's sex slave for lack of a better term within days. Not even that many. And all he did was take away her sexual satisfaction. But since she'd always been able to satisfy those urges, she hadn't realized how important they were to her. But as she accepted that truth about herself, the orgasms ravaging her body just weren't as bad. Sure, at this point it was almost equally painful as it was pleasurable, but she wanted it. She deserved it. She was his slut, and he wanted her squirming on the floor in a helpless state of blissful agony. Daisy hadn't been very quiet through the time, but it was almost like another level of orgasm was coming as the visions caught up to the present. She wasn't even sure if it was because it was about to be over or not, but she began to panic again as the final orgasm drew near. Not that it mattered. There was nothing she could do about it so her fear was as pointless as were any attempts to defy Alex's will. Her voice contorted into a banshee-like shriek as her body arched awkwardly and the final orgasm tore through her exhausted form. It seemed to last forever but finally, she began to come down from it, panting being literally the only thing she could do at this point, and even that hurt. She'd never given respect to how much of her body went into coming, and she would never take that for granted again. Have fun, did we? Alex asked. Daisy genuinely had no idea when he'd come back in the room. Her eyes lazily went over to the direction she heard the voice from, and she could see that he was wearing different clothes. She'd only seen him in his school uniform. But currently he was wearing a black t-shirt and red plaid sweatpants. It was almost funny seeing him in such a normal state. She couldn't see him as normal anymore and the contrast was just, odd. She acknowledged that she'd been asked a question, but she just didn't have the energy to answer it. Well, if you didn't have fun, I can put you through all of that again. Alex grinned, showing how much he'd enjoy that. While there was a part of her that felt almost empty without the forced pleasure, she wasn't sure that she could take it anymore. As it was, her body felt less than useless. And her fear overpowered her newfound slutdom. Had fun. She was able to whimper out. That's what I like to hear. Alex continued to smile, but it was quickly wiped from his face. Now get the fuck out. Daisy knew it was futile, but she tried to get her limbs to play ball as hard as she could. He'd given her an order, and her eyes were already beginning to tear again when she realized she couldn't follow it. Can't move, that's okay. Alex said with a sigh. I'll help you. Lifting his pointer and middle finger together, Alex made a swift movement, and Daisy began to move with an awkward limpness as if she were a puppet, her sore muscles screaming at her with each motion. Can I stay? Please, sir? Daisy mumbled as her head lolled to the side as she was steadily moved to the door. While she'd accepted that it was probably going to happen, she'd really have preferred not to have to sleep on his front porch, the stairs or wherever he dropped her off. There was just no possible way she could walk to the dorm, much less home, in this condition. Oh, come now. Alex teased. It's our break. Time to visit your families and all that shit. Go on, little slut. Scurry home to mommy and daddy, the dumb broken whore you are. My dad, s busy, and my mom, she, she hates me, more than you do. Daisy murmured with a sigh. Alex paused Daisy's forced momentum and seemed to narrow his eyes a bit. Daisy had gotten quite a few shows of power to demonstrate that Alex could legitimately read her mind. But this time it was different. She could actually feel him forcing his way through her memories whether she wanted to think of them or not. Despite everything Alex had done, this invasion of her privacy somehow seemed worse than everything else. But she was in no position physically or mentally to fight the intrusion. Sir, please stop. Daisy was suddenly jerked forward, without the momentum of her legs as her feet awkwardly dragged on the floor until she was face to face with him. Let me make one thing very clear. Alex growled. Your mind belongs to me as much as the rest of you. I couldn't give two shits about your privacy. The two of them continued to stare down, though it was as one-sided as everything else that had happened, before Alex let out a sigh. Fine. You can spend the night. On the floor. He demonstrated how literally he meant this when Daisy found herself suddenly hurled on the floor, laying sprawled out on her back. Even with that, Daisy was awed at how surprisingly, nice Alex was being to her. The idea of sleeping on Alex's floor with his cum still on her face would have been the worst thing in the world a week ago, but now she was almost overwhelmed by how happy she was with the gesture. And she immediately knew that something fucked up was about to happen because there was no way he'd allow her to be that happy even in humiliation. It's like you're saying I'm predictable, or something.
Alex replied to the thought, a smile forming on his lips. Relax. Torturing you now isn't nearly as much fun. You're too pathetic. Despite his words when he stepped over Daisy and made his way to her bag, she found there was still an honest jolt of fear left in her. She didn't even know why the fear was there. He'd literally invaded her mind. Why would going through her things be any worse? With a lot of effort, Daisy was able to turn her head enough to see what he was doing with her things. Eventually, he pulled out her phone and seemed to be going through it before clearly making a call. Was he calling her parents? Maybe he was calling Jessica to tell her that she sucked her dad off. Jasmine, hi. How are you doing this splendid afternoon? Alex greeted, almost jovially. Daisy narrowed her eyes slightly. Fine. She could admit it. She'd put together that being a thrall was as much a punishment for her as not being one was for Jasmine, but it still made Daisy jealous that he preferred Jasmine to her. As the thought passed her mind, Alex looked at Daisy with a smile. Well, the slut's not really in any position to stop me from taking her phone right now. That's how. Daisy tried in vain to listen to Jasmine's part of the conversation, but all she could hear was that her friend was indeed talking and nothing more. Oh, she's just fine. Alex replied, looking over to Daisy again. I just, finally gave her an orgasm. Well, technically I gave her all the orgasms. She was coming for a little over two hours straight. Oh, if you think that's evil, you have not been paying attention. As he spoke, Alex began to move closer to Daisy, making her more cautious with each step even though there was nothing she could do about it. In fact, her nervousness was entirely because she couldn't do anything about it. All she could do was try to follow his path with her eyes, which only bulged further when he stopped at her feet and she felt his control of her, moving her legs until she was spread eagle before him. Despite her trying to show him her pussy just the other day, the fact that she had no control over it this time caused an obvious flush to her face even though she was still wearing panties. Proof she's alive? How's this? Alex smirked as he pressed his foot against her exposed groin. The reaction was immediate. Aff. Aff. Aawa. Daisy moaned as another orgasm shot through her body, her sore muscles still finding a way to put her into a bundle of involuntary shudders. See? She's fine. The slut literally just came from me stepping on her pussy. She's unimaginably sensitive right now. Can you hear it? With that said, he ground his foot against Daisy even more, twisting it slightly to add even more force. Oh, I bet you wish that were you. He added with a chuckle. Daisy was sure that she should have blacked out. Her mind was just at that level of fuzzy. She was barely even comprehending the rest of the conversation at that point, and she would later wonder if that was the main reason why she was given those bonus two orgasms. It was like her brain had given up, and just accepted that it was an equal parts pleasure, and pain, and literally nothing else. Anyway, just letting you know that she won't be home tonight. She'll be staying with me in case anyone asks. Alex continued, finally letting up on Daisy but frowning at the moisture on his foot even through Daisy's panties and using her ponytail to dry his foot off, which still got a slight moan in response. I am a sweetheart. I'm letting her sleep on the floor and everything. God of generosity, I am. Anyway, I'm going to bed. I just didn't want you worrying when you called her, and she wasn't home. You're very welcome. See you after the break. Once the conversation was over, Alex knelt down and put the phone on Daisy's still wet forehead and walked away to his own room. Night slut. N.N. night sir. Daisy muttered out as she finally felt his control of her mind lift, and the world instantly faded to black as she lost consciousness. Hey. Alex called out. Get up. Daisy groaned as she was roused from her sleep to realize that the bottom of Alex's boot was currently pressing against her cheek. It wasn't with enough force to hurt but the knowledge that he was stepping on her face was quite the rude awakening in every sense of the term. Morning sir, morning to you too, slut. Alex replied, moving his foot from her face and walking over to take his usual place on the recliner. Daisy wasn't remotely as sore as she was expecting to be when she woke up, but that wasn't to say it wasn't still there. But then again, ever since she became Alex's thrall, she found that things that should have hurt for days would be mostly gone by the time she woke up the next morning. Forcing herself to sit up and causing her phone to fall in her lap, two things were abundantly clear. One, she was extremely exhausted, even if she were able to move again. And two, she could still feel Alex's come on her face with the same intensity that she had the previous night. When she reached up with her hand to touch it, to her surprise it was still wet. That's so weird, yes?
Because that's the weirdest part of what you've been through in recent memory. Alex rolled his eyes as he turned a page in his book. What are you reading? Daisy asked casually as she licked her fingers clean, moaning softly as that same pleasurable sensation seemed to pulse through her body when she swallowed. Queen of the Damned? Alex answered. It makes me nostalgic. I think I saw the movie for that. Daisy replied lazily, feeling somewhat like a cat cleaning itself as she licked a second lot of cum off her face from her fingers. It wasn't bad. I'm not surprised you'd think that. Alex rolled his eyes. The movie was clearly shit. Especially compared to the book. The soundtrack wasn't bad though. Sir, why? Why does your cum make me feel so good? Why does touching you feel so good, especially your cock? Every time I blow you, I feel like you're fucking me. I'm sorry, is this supposed to be the part in the story where we're supposed to bond, and I'm supposed to treat you better because I respect you or some shit like that because, no. You can move now. Stop stalling. Get the fuck out. Yes, sir. Daisy murmured, her fingers in her mouth, cleaning them off again. Her heart began to pound as she realized that those few seconds of him saying that her taste in movies sucked was probably as intimate as they were ever going to get, and it still made her inwardly smile. What the fuck was wrong with her? Her eyes widened however when Alex let out an exasperated sigh and turned over his book to face her. If I even begin to think that you're falling in love with me, I will fucking release you. Just like that. He threatened, his eyes gaining that odd glow they seemed to get from time to time. Even that threat seemed to make Daisy smile a little. I've been in love before and it's not this. I think I worship you. At the word worship, Alex's threatening tone seemed to turn into amusement. Oh, well that's fine. In that case, you should bow in my presence when you greet me then, shouldn't you? Yes, sir. Daisy quickly nodded. I will, sir. And realizing how quickly she'd be wearing out her welcome if she continued to stay, Daisy forced herself up. Her body groaned in soreness, especially along her bra line, which usually happened when she slept with her bra on but was even worse now that her boobs were having their little growth spurt. Putting that to the side, Daisy quickly grabbed her bag and left the house before she could get into any further trouble. Only once she was out of his hair did she check herself on her phone and try to make it look she hadn't just taken a load to the face on her walk home. She almost didn't want to wipe it off. And even when she made use of the wipes in her bag, she could still feel almost a tingling sense of that sensation. It also crossed her mind that unlike all the other times, she didn't ask when she could see him again. As tempting as it was to either go in the house or try to talk to him in her mind, Daisy thought better of it. He'd been way too nice last night and this morning and there was no telling when the other shoe was going to drop. So, after some mental deliberation, she decided to make the trip tomorrow and hope for the best. Alex's house was much closer to the university than it was to her actual home, but if she had decided to basically see him as a deity then what's a long walk? Besides, he'd probably be entertained by how much effort she'd have to put into seeing him for the next few weeks. Chapter 03 You sure you still want to do this? Jasmine asked cautiously. We could just say you didn't feel well or something and cancel the sleepover. I really hate the name sleepover. It always makes me think we're supposed to be having a pillow fight or some shit like that. Daisy rolled her eyes. Besides, it's a thing now. When we're on break, we stay at one of our places for a night, and it's my turn. Yeah, but that was before Sir was a thing. Jasmine pointed out as she crossed her legs on the couch. Are you really up for this? You've been kind of fidgety all week. Daisy's eyes narrowed into a scowl. That's why I need a distraction. Sir still won't. Let me see him on my own until the break is over, so yeah, I'm a little at my wit's end right now. Thanks for mentioning it. I was unaware. Jasmine raised a skeptical eyebrow. Fidgety was her nice way of saying that the Daisy bitch dial was cranked more than a little higher than usual. And just like all the other times, Jasmine folded her arms and gave Daisy the go on. Keep yelling at the only person who knows the whole situation you're in. Look that she always gave during these snaps. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Daisy sighed, dejectedly. I know I've been really difficult, true. If you're not yelling at me or apologizing for yelling at me, you're dry humping me instead. Jasmine stated thoughtfully. Daisy's eyes bulged as her face turned a bright shade of red. Th. That only happened once, and I apologize for that. I didn't realize I was doing it, I know. Jasmine chuckled at Daisy's embarrassment, before grinning wickedly. Need another hug? 
Jasmine raised her eyebrows suggestively, as she indicated the action that resulted in the aforementioned dry humping. Fuck you. Daisy rolled her eyes again as her doorbell rang, drawing both friends' attention to the door. Maria. Daisy and Jasmine said in unison. Maria always had this thing where she was always early or late. If her life depended on being on time, she'd be dead before she knew it. Probably be late or early for that too. Giving Jasmine a look, Daisy put her game face on and answered the door. Jasmine left to get some of the snacks. Daisy! Maria exclaimed, giving the traditional double-cheek kiss greeting that they always used. I always forget how nice your place is. Thanks. Daisy replied politely, forcing a smile. You know my mom. Really big on all the interior design stuff. Is she here? Maria asked cautiously. Course not. Daisy chuckled at the absurdity of the question. If she was, you know. You know how she is about loud noises and all that. She's staying at a friend's place today. And dad's working overnight. Maria sighed a slight breath of relief at the news as Jasmine returned with the snacks and the trio continued to small talk for a while until there was another knock on the door. Daisy quickly hopped up and went to the door. Despite Jasmine's worries, this was exactly what she needed. It was somewhat of a relief to talk about things that weren't Alex-related. Thinking about the lack of him was becoming more and more painful so any excuse to take her mind off it was welcome. But as she opened the door that went at least partially out the window Daisy's eyes widened at the two forms at the door before narrowing, a mischievous grin forming on her lips. Jessica! You made it! She embraced the brunette in front of her before turning to Jessica's father, who'd clearly walked her to the door. Hello again, D. Jerry. The slip-up was subtle but they both knew what she almost called him, and Jerry had quite the visible reaction, though Jessica was oblivious to it with her father being behind her. H. Hello again, Daisy. Just wanted to make sure Jesse got here safe. Daddy. Jessica growled, clearly unimpressed with the implication that she needed help. That was so nice of you, Jerry. You're such a good daddy. Daisy smirked. She watched almost gleefully as Jerry shuddered, his face turning beet red behind his beard. There were so many expressions to decipher in how he was looking at her. Embarrassment, surprise, guilt, and lust. So much lust. And it felt so much naughtier with Jessica right there. While Jessica didn't catch all the undertones of what was going on, you could see that she was getting uncomfortable and really wanted her dad gone. Right. She finally stated. Daddy, you can dash. How did the cleanup go, by the way? Daisy interrupted. Jerry blushed again and coughed awkwardly. Um, yeah. It was fine. No issues. Cleanup? Jessica asked, confused. Oh, um, yeah. Jerry murmured. While I was talking to Daisy, I spilled your drink. Daisy finished for him, suggestively raising her eyebrows while Jessica was looking at her father. Jerry's eyes bulged at the implication and coughed again, clearly not opposed to that idea. Yeah, right? I felt so bad. It looked like you were really looking forward to drinking it too. Jessica's eyes narrowed. It's just Gatorade. He has loads of them. Now dash, hi Jessica. Jasmine chimed in suddenly from over Daisy's shoulder. Hi Jessica's dad. Daisy, you weren't kidding. He is studly. Shame he's married. Daisy added with a grin, looking over to Jasmine. Real shame. Jasmine nodded, as the duo flashed Jerry a suggestive look. Okay, that's it. Jessica protested, her cheeks flushing now that the comments weren't quite as subtle anymore. You two inside. Daddy, you can go home now. Oh, I didn't get a chance to meet him. Maria's voice called from inside. Too bad. Jessica growled, literally pushing Daisy and Jasmine through the door and back into the house. It was nice meeting you, Daddy. Jasmine called back as she was pushed. I mean, Jessica's daddy. You, too. Jerry was able to get out as Jessica slammed the door behind her. Careful. You mess up that door, my mom will literally murder the both of us. Daisy pointed out. Oh, fuck you and your door. Jessica shouted. Jessica. Language, young lady. Jerry's voice called through the door. Daddy, yai. Jessica groaned. Yeah, young lady. Watch your language. Daisy teased. Don't worry, Jerry. We'll take care of her potty mouth. All right. Jerry chuckled, sounding farther away. Have fun, princess. Jessica groaned again while every other girl in the room were barely holding in their snickers until they heard the car pulling away and then everyone but Jessica burst into a fit of laughter.
Fuck. All. Of. You. No. That's your daddy. Jasmine grinned. He's the one who wants to fuck all of us. From what I saw, he mainly wanted to fuck Daisy. Bad. What the fuck did you two talk about when he gave you your ID back? Were you sucking a popsicle or something? Maria asked both with amusement and genuine curiosity. Well. Daisy began, buying herself enough time to think of a good excuse. I don't think it was the conversation. A block or so after I left, I realized my bag was making my skirt ride up. Ha! Huh. Your dad's a perv. Maria accused with a booming laugh. He's not like that. Jessica defended but even she couldn't deny that Daisy and Jasmine's teasing with her father only worked because he was so receptive to it. He's just going through you know what. Could we please talk about something else? Anything else? Any of you going to the football team's party this weekend? Maria asked, offering something of an olive branch when she noticed how genuinely uncomfortable this seemed to be making Jessica. All the girls sneered at the idea. Those parties were almost notorious for how pushy the guys could get trying to get their dicks wet. The team, especially. As if the fact that they were such a good team gave them full pussy entitlement. The group only went to the parties initially when one of them was dating a member of the team, and it was always in as big a group as possible. It was the only way they could really enjoy it, but as none of them were currently dating a player with Daisy and Steve breaking up, they agreed that it was more trouble than it was worth. From there the conversation proceeded organically. They bashed the girls who had made an excuse to not come to their little gathering, they talked about school, boys, fashion trends, where they were going to get takeout from, and what movies they'd watched out a few more girls arrived, and everything was in full swing as pizza became the agreed-upon food and it was ordered as the first chick flick of the night lit up the TV. It was all as much of a distraction as Daisy clearly needed. She almost felt normal. Agonizingly horny, but normal. Eventually there was a knock on the door and Daisy hopped up again, more than a little hungry for the pizza. She could almost smell it. Her eyes bulged in surprise as she looked through the peephole. Giving a slightly panicked look back to the girls who were still watching the movie, Daisy opened the door. He dash, hello sir. She was supposed to bow when she met him. He was supposed to be a deity to her now. But there was no way to subtly do that. Alex let out a chuckle, handing over the pizza boxes. It's okay, slut. But you owe me later. Thank you, sir. Daisy murmured, trying to keep her body under control. Every cell in her body wanted to thrust itself on her knees, whip out his dick and take care of him. She could already feel the slickness running down her inner thighs as she let out a whimper. You work here? She finally managed to say, nodding to the familiar logo on the pizza box. No. Alex laughed softly. I was just able to convince the driver to let me do this one delivery while she waited in the car. She? Daisy questioned, using the little flare of jealousy to focus her thoughts. She. Alex confirmed, motioning to the car parked by the curb and the silhouette, moving slightly in the driver's seat. Is she dash? Daisy started, pretty sure that the driver's hands were down her pants and the slight movement that she could make out was going to end in an orgasm. Daisy narrowed her eyes slightly in envy. I was bored. Alex shrugged in response that I in that moment Daisy didn't care about the driver or the girls behind her in the other room probably anxiously waiting for their pizza. He was bored. She was supposed to relieve that. What can I do for you, sir? Alex grinned leaning forward until his nose was less than an inch from hers and then he waited. Daisy felt an overwhelming urge to touch him. To feel that sensation once again. His eyes seemed to glow with power, making her feel small, insignificant, stupid, and helpless. A reminder of who she really belonged to. Her small hands balled into tight fists under the pizza boxes she was holding as she tried to control herself. And then the words left his lips. The next morning, everyone left after agreeing that the next time, they'd be staying at Jasmine's. Jessica was very adamant about not letting her father see anyone else as she rushed to the car as soon as he showed up and the two immediately left. As usual when it was at Daisy's house, Jasmine helped with the cleanup. But after that was done, Jasmine quickly made up a reason to excuse herself. Daisy assumed it was because she was just getting a little fed up with Daisy's snappy behavior when it was just the two of them, and she couldn't blame her. But on the contrary, Jasmine had another reason that she needed to get away from Daisy and she was a girl on a mission. Daisy had given her enough information that she was pretty confident in where she was going as she made the long walk. She had to remind herself to make the right turns and to not just go to class out of habit, but
but soon enough she was standing before a door that Daisy had grown quite familiar with. Come in, Jasmine. Alex's voice called before she could even knock on the door. It threw Jasmine off for a moment before she had to shake it off and compose herself again before entering. Sir? It was just as Daisy had described it down to the recliner that Alex seemed to almost live in and the book that he was reading. Though as soon as Jasmine entered, he put the book down, giving her his full attention. A shudder almost went through her as she suddenly felt important. Or at least more important than Daisy. Though from the sounds of things, that was an absurdly low bar. Well this is a nice surprise. Alex grinned, appreciatively looking Jasmine up and down, not even bothering to hide his intentions in the gaze. And what can I do for you, little one? Jasmine couldn't help it. If the look hadn't done it, the little one did, and she momentarily forgot her reason for being there. All she knew was that she was in the home of an incubus. A supernatural being. A demon. And she wanted to be his. She wanted to experience him in every way possible. That visceral urge took over as she practically moaned. Thrall me. Alex threw back his head into a loud, booming laugh before grinning wickedly back at her. No. Why not? Jasmine growled petulantly. I have my reasons. Alex chuckled again. Besides, this is extremely fun for me. Anyway, why did you come here? It wasn't to ask me to make you a thrall. You knew I'd reject you. Jasmine rolled her eyes and let out a loud sigh as she tried to center herself again and remember her actual mission. I saw you over Daisy's shoulder at the sleepover last night. I know. Alex replied, keeping his amused expression. I saw you too. Jasmine had to get a hold of herself again from the way he said that. It was like his lust for her was a physical beast that caressed every word of the sentence. After another deep breath, she continued. After you talked to her, Daisy, wasn't the same. She faked it well enough, but she was shook. More than I've ever seen her. And that's saying something. What did you do? Alex's expression showed that he was fully aware of why Jasmine was there, and that the whole thing was just further entertainment for him. His teeth flashed as he smiled widely back at her. Me? I didn't do anything but give her the pizza she ordered. He casually looked to the side thoughtfully as he continued. Oh. And I guess I put your delivery person into a lust frenzy, but that was more means to an end. Jasmine's eyes narrowed as she fought her curiosity about exactly what the difference was between a lust frenzy and the torture Daisy had been going through. She had to remain focused and not let him lead the conversation sideways. What did you order her to do then? Alex's eyes rested momentarily on Jasmine's cleavage with an intensity that she could almost feel on her tanned skin. He did it just long enough for her to get self-conscious about it, and then his gaze darted to her eyes. I didn't order her to do anything either. Jasmine scowled, closing the respectful distance she was keeping between them and stomped up to the chair. Everything you say to her is an order. Fine. Did you suggest something? Alex's smile widened further letting Jasmine know that she finally hit the nail on the head this time. But to her surprise, he suddenly got up with an almost unnatural swiftness. Take a walk with me. Jasmine blinked at the sudden statement but quickly recovered herself. That sounds a lot like an order, sir. The kind I would have to follow if I were your thrall. Which I am not. Alex let out a small chuckle, reminding Jasmine of how much smaller she was than him when he had to bend over slightly to look into her face at her level. I'm going for a walk, he said with finality. And with that, Alex walked right by Jasmine and to the door. You're just going to let me stay here? In your place? I have nothing to hide. That you'd understand anyway. Stay as long as you want. Lock the door on your way out. Alex looked back over his shoulder with a wink. Jasmine let out a defeated groan as she followed behind Alex, closing the door behind her as ordered. Where are we going? Tell me about yourself. Jasmine's eyes widened and then immediately turned into a scowl. Why? You won't answer a single question I'm asking you. Why should I tell you anything? Alex smirked as he looked over to Jasmine again, keeping up his brisk pace. Because I asked you? You are so infuriating. Jasmine snapped at him. Good. Alex chuckled. Your frustration entertains me. Now tell me about yourself. Jasmine growled again. She was tempted to just walk with him in silence. But she wouldn't get the information she wanted that way and they both knew it. Not to mention the selfish part of her was intrigued that he even wanted to know about her. 
From the sounds of it, short of that one mental intrusion, Alex couldn't have cared less about anything involving Daisy. What do you want to know? She finally murmured. Something I don't already. Alex replied. Always so helpful, sir. Jasmine rolled her eyes. Whatever I guess, I'm a middle child. My father is Indian. That's from India, not Native American. Which would make your mother American, judging from your features. Alex finished the thought. Your siblings? Older brother and younger sister. Jai is a year older than me and Mia is two years younger. Your family is pretty close, I take it? Alex asked. Jasmine smiled and nodded. Yeah. We keep in touch. I call them whenever I can. We're always there for each other. Infinitely more than daisies anyway. Is any of your family still alive? My mother. Alex groaned. Lilith? Jasmine asked maybe a little too eagerly. But it was really the first concrete bit of information that she got from him this morning. When Alex stopped walking for a moment and gave her a smirk, she immediately knew she wouldn't be getting a real answer. What is it about the supernatural that intrigues you so much? Jasmine chuckled to herself, not surprised anymore to have one of her questions answered with another question. Well, if she wanted to be his thrall someday then this was just something she'd have to get used to. So much of it is unknown. It's so hard to find what is real, what is legend, what inspired which stories and so on. It's the mystery of it all. The idea of something that can't be logically explained. The whole taboo nature of it, where most people see it as inherently evil. Not to mention, reality is just so boring. Alex opened his mouth wide as a loud, booming laughter escaped from his lips. Yes. Yes, it very much is. And just imagine. You haven't even been in this world for two decades. Imagine having to deal with it for centuries. I wouldn't have to imagine it if you dash. Jasmine stopped to look at her surroundings as she gave Alex a look. Why are we walking to the campus? Remember when you threatened to have the football team beat me up? Alex asked. I did apologize for that. Jasmine sighed, noting that they were clearly going along the path to the football field. Actually, you didn't. Alex stated with a chuckle. Oh. Jasmine thought back and now that he mentioned it, she had shown remorse but had never given him an actual apology. I'm sorry. That wasn't cool. And you didn't a dash. Well, actually you probably did deserve it. But it's not like I knew that at the time. Heh. You're funny. Alex began. While I appreciate the gesture, I wasn't looking for an apology. I was just mentioning it because getting the team to beat me up might have been a little more difficult than you were expecting. And not just because of the obvious. As the duo got closer to the field, it was clear that the team was practicing, or at least they would be after they finished their break. One of them noticed the pair approaching and immediately began beaming widely. Yo. Guys, it's Lex. He called out, immediately drawing the attention of a few of the other players who eagerly joined on. You're popular with the football team? Jasmine sighed, almost not surprised by anything that had to deal with Alex anymore. I'm a surprisingly good wingman. Alex smirked. It's like I just know which girls are ready to put out. This made Jasmine roll her eyes. She almost felt stupid for not putting that together. It was at that point that her existence was fully noticed by the team who gave her curious glances. Hi, Jazz. One of the players greeted, flashing a dazzling smile before he seemed to put together that Jasmine and Alex didn't arrive separately. Hi, Steve. Jasmine replied to Daisy's ex, immediately understanding the questioning look. It's not like that. Me and Alex are friends? Alex's eyes widened as he gave a curious look down to Jasmine. Friends? He said as if it were in a foreign language that he wasn't familiar with before shrugging it off. You coming to the party tonight? One of the larger players asked gleefully, shaking his dreadlocks out of his face as he took a drink of water from the bottle in his hand. The rest of the gathering team murmured a sound of hopeful agreement. Alex's grin became wider and wider until it was a full-blown smile, almost off-putting in its intensity. You won't need me, Devin. Trust that. There was a slight pause before the team roared with approval, high-fiving each other in celebration. But Jasmine was busy staring at Alex's smile. The team clearly took his words on this matter as gospel. But she knew from Daisy's description how little sex seemed to excite him, especially with what she would expect from an incubus. He was only that happy when someone, usually Daisy, was being utterly humiliated. The unanswered question of why Alex wanted her to walk with him here sent a chill through her body. Alex noticed. 
In fact, I'd go as far as to say, 15 of you are getting some new pussy tonight. Alex continued with a chuckle. New for you anyway. I'd bet on it. It was like the word bet set the team ablaze in odds and amounts, and what qualified as getting pussy began to get discussed in quick and frantic succession. Interestingly enough, getting pussy for the terms of the bet apparently referred to any orifice on a girl where a dick would fit. Handjobs didn't count. Jasmine watched the obviously practiced display with both intrigue and disgust. There was something about this that wasn't right, besides the obvious of a bunch of guys placing bets on how many of them were going to fuck a girl they'd never fucked before. Alex seemed at home in the chaos, offering the occasional suggestion before adding. Actually, I changed my bet to 18. Tristan will be getting some. And he should count for three people. This caused another roar of excitement, agreement, and laughter among the group as they began changing their bets. Jasmine rolled her eyes as she looked over to Tristan, one of the smaller team members, who'd just begun blushing profusely in the distance. Not part of the bets, but clearly close enough to hear about his inclusion. She'd flirted with him before, just to test his reputation about being hopeless with girls, and the rumors clearly had merit. He had zero game. In fact, if it had a number value to it, it would probably be negative. If Tristan doesn't get laid, shouldn't you all lose three points? She pointed out that it was as if Jasmine had been more or less invisible until those words left her lips. It was a weird sensation. It wasn't exactly rare for that group of horned dogs to take a crack at her, especially when she wasn't with the other girls, but it was as if arriving with Alex immediately took her off the radar despite being introduced as a friend. But they definitely paid attention after she spoke. There was a silence and then everyone instinctively looked to Alex, who continued grinning. Sounds right to me. Keeping my bet as is. Alex chuckled, watching the chaos renewed as people changed their bets. Jasmine was still trying to figure out Alex's role here. Why was this so entertaining for him? It wasn't like he should care if the football team likes him or not. Why did he care? What did this have to do with Dash? Jasmine's eyes widened as it finally clicked. She looked up at Alex, her brows narrowing in fury. You didn't! Alex flashed one of his more condescending smirks. It was as if Jasmine were a dog who had finally performed a trick he thought she should have been capable of ages ago. He leaned down and whispered seductively in her ear. Of course I did. A small gasp escaped Jasmine's lips as she realized that there were a team of horny football players that were literally betting on how many of them would fuck Daisy tonight, whether they knew they were or not. Growling, Jasmine whispered in Alex's ear. That's too far, sir. Oh, relax. Alex replied, whispering back and then continuing on to give her a little bit of insider information. As soon as Jasmine heard it, the words fell from her lips before she knew what she was saying. I bet twenty-five. As soon as she said it, her hands instantly covered her mouth realizing what she'd just done. Alex threw back his head into a loud laugh clearly enjoying the words as much as Jasmine's reaction to saying them. You heard her. Twenty-five. Is that with or without the Tristan bonus? Jasmine found herself trembling. She could take it back. It wouldn't be difficult. It would be embarrassing but not difficult. But when she looked over to Alex, there was such a look of pride on his face that she let out a defeated sigh. With. After the predictable roar of laughter, Steve gave her a curious look. What did he tell you? Trade secret. Alex answered with a wink. Despite the clear unfairness with Jasmine being privy to knowledge that the others involved in the bet didn't have, no one questioned it. As Alex and the others finalized the bets, Jasmine was looking inward and not entirely happy with what she saw there. Not that she was always the most morally angelic person ever but betting along with the others seemed like an exceptionally fucked up act. I know what you're thinking. Alex's voice suddenly broke through Jasmine's thoughts, drawing her attention. To her surprise it was just the two of them again and the others were back to their practice. She'd been deeper into her thoughts than she'd realized. You're not going to that party. He continued casually. The command snapped Jasmine out of it, and her eyes narrowed in irritation. Oh? And just why not? It's fine for Daisy to have a train of guys on her and not me? So dramatic. Alex replied, rolling his eyes. Not to mention, you would be going to the party to stop her. Not that you could. Besides, that's against the rules. Oh? There's rules now? Jasmine huffed, crossing her arms. There's always rules. Those that take place in the bed can't directly affect the outcome outside of their own actions. Otherwise, someone would bet low and then sabotage the whole night, and where would the fun in that be? 
I don't care about the bet. Jasmine growled. I just, I got swept up in the moment. That's all. You bet that 23 guys would fuck your best friend tonight. Alex challenged with a large grin. That is one hell of a moment to be swept up in. Jasmine let out a groan. You said they could make her come. Once she figures that out, blood in the water. Alex finished the thought, apparently done with his work there as he began to head back the way they came. It should be quite entertaining to see just how much my slut will live up to her title. It will definitely be quite the night. For both of you, in fact. It took a second for Jasmine to realize that she was implied in that last part. Her head snapped in Alex's direction, also noticing that his pace back home was significantly slower than when they were arriving. Both of us? Well, I have to keep an eye on you, don't I? Can't have that conscience of yours ruining the show. So, you're going to stay with me tonight. Jasmine's heart began to pound in her chest at the words, and despite the fact that she was sure that he could probably hear it and see a variety of other signs of her excitement, she still didn't want to give him the satisfaction of admitting it. Oh, really? And what if I have plans and don't want to stay with you tonight? Alex stopped walking and looked down at Jasmine, his gaze intensely burning into her own. Then I'd make you. Jasmine bit her bottom lip, pretty sure she'd have to change her panties now. She really hoped that he couldn't tell how wet that threat had made her. She was supposed to be mad at him. Regardless, she was about to give a cheeky response when he continued. And you'd lose the benefits that you'd get tonight for staying over willingly. Benefits that only last for tonight, mind you. Until I feel you should get them again. Benefits? Jasmine asked, both aroused and curious now. I'll actually answer your questions about the supernatural. Alex responded, beginning to walk again knowing that Jasmine would follow. I reserve the right to not answer questions I want to lord over you for later, but we'll have all night. You should get plenty of information from me that you've only dreamed about. You're bribing me? Jasmine asked incredulously. Yes. I am. Alex smiled as he looked over to Jasmine, closely inspecting her reaction. Don't think of it as choosing between the slut and me. Think of it as choosing whether we have a nice, spirited conversation or whether I leave you gagged and bound in my living room and ignore you as I read all night. And before you ask, making you my thrall is not on the table in either case. You have such a way with words. Jasmine grumbled with a deep sigh. Can I have a freebie now? Alex raised a skeptical eyebrow but seemed amused by the idea. Depends. Jasmine took that as a green light and went ahead. Can I touch you? Alex looked surprised for just a second before he let out a chuckle. No. So, it's not just Daisy then. Jasmine pondered out loud. As far as she could remember thinking back, Jasmine couldn't recall anyone actually touching Alex directly. You'd give anyone who touched you that good feeling. How do you avoid that? Is it just an incubus thing? You can find out tonight. Alex replied with a wink, the pathway to his house visible in the distance. I'm free now. Jasmine offered, fidgeting awkwardly, the idea of Alex actually giving legitimate information a mouth-watering prospect. Of course you are. But the party is tonight. Besides, I'm very curious to see how you'll dress for me when you know that I'm expecting you. Alex replied, licking his lips. Jasmine's face burned red immediately before she did her best to regain her composure. Maybe I'll just wear my frumpy pajamas. It was clear that she wasn't to follow him home right now, though she was curious what would happen if she tried anyway. Such a tease. Alex purred. Besides, you're forgetting that I can see what the slut sees. Your pajamas are far from frumpy. With a wink, Alex waved and headed down the path to his house. Jasmine let out a frustrated groan. South close and yet so far away. Not to mention, it made her curious how often he watched her through Daisy's eyes. The feeling of arousal, fear, and curiosity that tended to war between her when Alex was concerned warred in her body as she walked home. She really did feel for Daisy, but the more she thought about it, the less she could realistically do about it. Getting the information was her best bet. Daisy felt like she was going to die. Her heart wouldn't stop pounding. She had to keep fighting her tears back, and her body was trembling with so many emotions that she didn't even know what they were anymore. It would have been one thing if Alex had given her the order to do immediately like it had been with Jessica's dad, but she had over a day to think about this. The music from the party could be heard half a block away, which is exactly where Daisy stood, the frat house visible. It was then that what she was about to do became viscerally real. The only thing that kept her from running home was the idea of failure. 
Alex told her that this would entertain him. Did she really want to fail him? What if he was watching right now? She looked over to the house again and let out a whimper. The longer she stood here, the less time she had to fuck. As terrifying as it was, Daisy took the first step and then the next, her heels clattering against the sidewalk. She knew it wasn't just fear sending surges of adrenaline through her. Panties and a bra seemed rather pointless given what she was planning so Daisy could feel her nipples pressing hard against the top that didn't quite fit her as much as it should anymore, and her inner thighs becoming wet with her sluttiness. And there was nothing else to call it. The fact that even part of her excited about this said more about her than anything. Finally getting to the door, the music became that much louder once Daisy entered. Devin stood by the door and his eyes widened immediately at the sight. Truth be told, Daisy knew she was quite an eyeful right now. That was the point. Even before the changes Alex was making to her began to take effect, this outfit was meant to be very tight. But with them, it was as if her boobs were barely contained in her off-the-shoulder black top. This was further complemented by the short, an equally tight latex skirt hugging her now wider hips. The heels only tied the look together even more. She looked like she was going to be dancing on a pole and Devin clearly appreciated it. Can I come in? Daisy asked as sultry as she could manage, letting him know with her own gaze how aware she was of where his eyes continued to rest, and it wasn't on her face. You can come wherever you want, Devin answered, grinning widely. Promises, promises. Daisy purred, trying not to laugh at Devin's reaction. He knew her well enough to know that the appropriate reaction to that little innuendo was a roll of the eyes and probably a middle finger. Instead Daisy flashed him a sly smirk and continued. Booze? Devin raised an eyebrow knowing full damn well that Daisy wasn't twenty-one, but clearly not caring as he motioned towards the kitchen. Save a dance for me? Daisy asked with a wink as she looked over her shoulder, making her way to the alcohol. She was going to need it. Assuming alcohol worked on thralls. Even if it didn't, at least being drunk would explain her uncharacteristic behavior. She could feel the eyes on her, the longer she remained at the party. It was predictably, mostly guys but the girls that were there either sneered at the display of what she was wearing or they looked like they wanted to rip it off of her as much as the guys. Daisy scanned the large dining room after she'd gotten two Dixie cups of liquid regretful decisions when she finally caught her first target. Might as well go big. Walking over to one of the smaller couches, Daisy sat down next to Tristan, offering him the second cup. What's this for? Tristan asked confusedly, accepting the offering. It's beer. It gets you drunk. Daisy replied with a smirk. I know that. Tristan stated, furrowing his brow. Why are you giving me some? What's wrong with it? Paranoid much? Daisy rolled her eyes and took an obvious sip from her own cup, opened her mouth for him to prove she really drank it, and then switched the cups. There. That better? I guess. He muttered. Still don't get why you're giving it to me. Or talking to me for that matter. Well, this is your party, isn't it? You're the only one not having fun. Just sitting over here by yourself. As Daisy spoke, she tried to give as many green lights in her body language as possible. To an almost absurd degree. She was sitting much closer to him than necessary. Her legs were slightly rubbing against his and she was specifically leaning towards him in a way that showed off her very ample cleavage. She was sure that anyone looking at them would have realized what she was after except for Tristan. This isn't my party. I'm only part of the team because I can run fast. Tristan clarified, taking a sip of the beer. And I never have fun at these. No one's cared before. Well, maybe I want to change that. Daisy replied, smiling widely. I can be fun. Not according to Steve. Tristan replied with a shrug. Daisy's eyes bulged for a second. Steve had the gall to say that she wasn't fun but she quickly had to turn away from that train of thought. She knew enough about Tristan to know that he hadn't even meant that as a shot to her. He didn't really have a filter. It was a fact, so he said it. So, she needed to work with blatant facts. How do I look tonight, Tristan? Like a slut. Tristan replied with another shrug. Once again, this wasn't said with any venom. It was said as casually as if he were noting that a third of her hair was black. I take that as a compliment. I'm feeling very slutty tonight, Tristan. Daisy did her best to practically moan his name as she spoke. You came to the right place then. Tristan chuckled. Have fun. He motioned to the rest of the party. Daisy let out a sigh, trying to keep her lustful aura about her. But I want to have fun with you, Tristan. Yeah, right. 
Tristan rolled his eyes. Since when? Since now. Daisy shot back, downing her cup. Why are you questioning this so much? Are you sure that you, like girls? I like girls just fine. Tristan muttered. They've never liked me. Tristan, I've been trying to get you to fuck me for this entire conversation. Daisy blurted out, assuming that anything resembling subtly just didn't work with him. Tristan looked as if someone had said there was a unicorn outside and proved it, at least for a few seconds, then his face became skeptical. Why? Because I'm horny. Daisy answered honestly, despite the frustration of this conversation trying very hard to fight that. There's literally dozens of guys here willing to help you with that. Tristan stated bluntly. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. Daisy decided to be direct once more as she asked. Do you want to fuck me? Not really. Tristan shrugged. This feels like a trap, and you look kind of on the young side. Daisy felt like she'd been slapped in the face. Actually, she'd have preferred being slapped in the face. She could work with that. She reminded herself that he wasn't trying to be insulting and took a few deep breaths. But I won't look on the young side with your dick in my mouth. That actually received a legitimate reaction as Tristan paused for a moment, his eyes widening. I don't see how that would change anything. That reaction was all Daisy needed as she leaned in even more, a wicked grin on her lips. Only one way to be sure though, right? So, take it out. Take what out? Tristan asked suspiciously. Your penis. Your dick. Your pipe. Your cock. Your rod. Your Johnson. Your meat stick. Your tallywhacker. Your baby maker. Your jizz shooter. Do I need to take it out for you? Daisy continued, impatiently. You want to take it out right here? Tristan asked almost incredulously. Did I stutter? Is the boner that I can clearly see cutting the blood to your brain? Or do you just want to go somewhere more private? Tristan's eyes narrowed again as he eyes Daisy. I still don't get this. You literally ignore my existence for years and then dash. Daisy was done being patient and just went for it, grabbing Tristan's dick through his jeans. Here. Private. Choose. Now. Private? He answered slowly. Lead the way before I get any more impatient. Daisy huffed. You're very bossy. Tristan complained. Daisy paused for just a moment before blatantly reaching for his zipper. Okay. Okay. I'm going. I'm going. Tristan tried to get up but stopped when he heard the zipping sound and felt Daisy's hand reaching inside for his cock. Too late. You had your chance. How's this for bossy? Daisy teased, pulling out Tristan's hard cock, slapping it against her tongue before forcing it between her lips and down her throat in on motion. Oh fuck. Tristan gasped, initially grabbing Daisy's hair to stop her but his body moving on its own as Daisy's head began to bob up and down in his lap. Holy shit. Look at my boy over there. A voice yelled out from the party. Jackpot. Daisy thought to herself as she focused entirely on Tristan's dick as if she were trying to ruin women for him. This was twofold. One, she wanted to make sure that Tristan was so overwhelmed with pleasure that he couldn't stop the oral assault. And second, she wanted the audience. She needed this to look like the single best blowjob anyone had ever been given. Originally, the plan was to get Tristan somewhere private and maybe leave the door open so people would peek and try to join in. But this was better. It was simultaneously worse for another reason altogether. But she'd have to deal with that later. For now, she was putting on a show. She was a living advertisement for herself. And that advertisement was that she was a slut accepting all comers. As much as she'd love to limit it to just the football team, it just wasn't a plausible plan. She'd just have to fuck as many guys as possible and hope for the best. She was definitely getting the attention as people began to gather around at the spectacle as if they'd never seen a blowjob before. Daisy burned red, almost feeling all the eyes on her as Tristan's cock slid balls deep down her throat. Though she didn't need to breathe, Daisy realized with all those eyes on her, she needed to come up panting for air or it would get unnerving. Besides, it seemed like those few seconds of panting were sending thrills throughout her audience. She could almost feel the excitement of it all going through her. Her pussy was almost aching with need, and with her attention being drawn there, Daisy slowly licked her tongue up and down Tristan's surprisingly generous length. She locked her eyes onto his, practically feeding on his lust and just a bit of embarrassment. Do I still look too young? Why yes. Tristan groaned, before jumping slightly as Daisy's grip on his dick tightened and he tried again. No. 
Daisy rolled her eyes as the laughter began along with the random cheers. At least the show was entertaining in more than one way. Alex was probably finding it hilarious. Just thinking of Alex sent another jolt of lust through her needy cunt, and she let out a slight whimper, her gaze now hungry for more than just giving everyone a show. Letting go of Tristan's cock, Daisy stood up clearly with purpose. You're done? Tristan questioned, his voice laced with both curiosity as well as some clear disappointment that she'd stopped. What's it look like? Daisy's eyes narrowed, lifting her legs to shift her position so that she was straddling him. With her legs spread, it was clear to see that she was definitely not wearing panties under her skirt. Reaching behind her, Daisy gripped Tristan's manhood and positioned it against her obviously wet pussy, teasing the slit a bit first. I, I don't have a condom. Tristan moaned, feeling the warmth of Daisy's pussy on the head of his cock causing a shudder to go through him. I don't care. Daisy growled, practically impaling herself on the phallus as she slammed herself down fully on it. Both her and Tristan cried out and while there were a plethora of reactions from their audience, Daisy didn't care about them right now. She hadn't realized how long it had been since she'd had a dick anywhere but in her mouth. Her eyes rolled in back of her head as she felt his dick throbbing against her tightening cunt. It was as if she could feel every inch, every vein, as if her pussy were going out of its way to memorize the shape of the dick that was inside her. She felt like she could have come right there. A guttural moan escaped her lips as she raised her hips. It was just as electric as her pussy squeezed Tristan's cock as if it didn't want to release it. And once she slammed back down, it was as if nothing existed but this cock and how it made her feel. Part of Daisy couldn't help but to think how good it must feel to have Alex's monster of a cock inside of her. And just like last time, when she thought of Alex, another surge of lust went through her as she gained a tempo, her body writhing as she bounced up and down on Tristan. The idea that they were fucking not only in front of a group of people but unprotected did occur to Tristan and there was a tinge of fear inside of him, but he was too overwhelmed by the suddenness and intensity of the girl on his dick to truly think of anything else. He had thought of how he would lose his virginity, but this situation was definitely not one of them. But even so all he could do was grip her hips and thrust up with her movements. Spank that bitch! Someone called out to a chorus of cheers. Why? Tristan panted, his body jerking with each jolt of Daisy's body. Just do it! Daisy howled frantically, groaning as Tristan followed her order. The loud sound of hand on flesh echoed through the room. Daisy had just expected the one spank, but to her surprise, Tristan kept going with almost relentless force. She whimpered as the sudden assault, feeling her ass getting warmer to the touch the more it was slapped. The unexpected pain was too much, and a quickly approaching orgasm was knocking on Daisy's door. Daisy winced, waiting for the inevitable pain and frustration she associated with coming or, to be more specific, attempting to come since she became Alex's thrall. It was something she knew she'd have to deal with, but if she could handle all of those consecutive orgasms, then she could handle this. Besides, it didn't matter what she could handle. This was for Alex, not her. But to Daisy's surprise, instead of the agony she was expecting, she cried out with the force of her first orgasm since Alex allowed it last time. Daisy's mind went blank with ecstasy as her body practically vibrated from the force of her coming as she clutched her arms around Tristan's neck and let it ride out. He still hadn't stopped spanking her, and the blend of pain and pleasure seemed to be stretching out the orgasm. She began to think that she was going to be having another unending one until it ebbed, her body coming down from it. Daisy's eyes shot wide and she forced her lips onto Tristan's, unknowingly taking his first kiss as well. Don't stop, she begged. Please Tristan, please don't stop. Fuck me. Make me come again. Daisy couldn't remember when she'd been so desperate for anyone but Alex, but the fact that Tristan had made her come had made her almost mad with lust, every bit the slut she dressed as. Tristan had stopped spanking her now but only because he was gripping her quite sore ass to drive his dick over and over in her cunt. Daisy's world became a swirl of pleasure and pain. She wasn't sure when but at some point, her arms loosened from around Tristan's neck, and the force of his fucking bent her backwards at an arch that allowed Daisy her first real view of their audience, upside down as they looked from Daisy's perspective. Now that she had no choice but to acknowledge them, it was like a swarm of emotions assaulting her. Frustration, lust, hatred, jealousy, concern, disgust, joy, and that was before she took in the actual people. Most of the guys were either pawing at their hard-ons by reaching in their pants, or just gripping them from outside. A few were being tended to by the girls they were with but in most cases the girls were clearly the sources of most of the hatred and disgust. 
And of course, there were phones. Lots and lots of phones. Panic lasted about as long as it took for Tristan to thrust again, which wasn't very long, and then Daisy was a slave for her lust again, her eyes locking onto the closest guy to her. Her gaze went from his obvious erection to his face and back to the erection before opening her mouth wide. Fuck, bitch. You don't have to ask me twice. The muscular guy groaned, quickly pulling out his dick and grabbing Daisy's head to shove his dick in her open mouth. Daisy let out a muffled moan as her throat was filled, two of her holes now being pumped full of cock. It wasn't easy at first to multitask but in both cases, the boys were perfectly fine doing the majority of the work. Daisy could feel hands pulling down her top and exposing her breasts to the open air. She didn't care which guy did it. She didn't even care if it was a third one. Nothing seemed to matter but making these two dicks come and coming as many times as she could, while she could still enjoy the luxury. Fuck! Tristan swore, genuinely surprised that he lasted as long as he had, groaning loudly as he shot load after load of his cum directly into Daisy's hungry cunt to an unexpected applause. Every throb and spurt of his load sent a surge of pleasure through Daisy that sent her into a second muffled orgasm as her new friend's cock continued to piston in and out of her throat, steadily building to an orgasm of his own. Daisy's body slumped down awkwardly after Tristan finished and wasn't holding her up anymore. But she instinctively twisted herself around to more easily suck the cock shoving its way down her throat. Now on her knees, she felt her hair being gripped as her face was fucked with a renewed vigor. Goddamn, this bitch can take a dick! He groaned, his balls slapping against her chin with each thrust. Daisy's fingers found her pussy, not even sure if she could get herself off or if it had to be one of the guys, but she frantically moved them against her clit as her throat was pounded, her moans vibrating against his cock. Daisy? What the fuck? A familiar voice shouted, drawing Daisy's attention as well as the spectators. Daisy gasped, the cock in her mouth releasing with a loud pop as she glared over to Steve. She didn't see him in the crowd before so she didn't know if he'd just gotten to the party, or if he'd been in one of the rooms getting his own dick wet. Oh, shut the fuck up, Steven. Either fuck a hole or get the fuck out the way so someone else can. This got quite the reaction from both Steve as well as the rest of the spectators, as Steve seemed to get redder and redder the more everyone else laughed. I'll pick a hole! Devin shouted out, making his way from the people watching, with a wide grin that contrasted against his dark skin. You owe me a dance, after all. I do! Daisy purred on her knees before she was jolted by a hard slap to her face. She initially thought it must have been Steve but when she looked up, it was clearly the guy whose dick she was sucking before. Finish what the fuck you started! He growled venomously at her. Sorry! Daisy whimpered, immediately taking the cock back down her throat, her cheeks burning both from the slap as well as the embarrassment of being slapped in front of everyone like that. For the merest second it crossed her mind that of all the things happening right now, the slap shouldn't even have been on the embarrassment radar. But that was only for a second. That's a good little slut! He groaned and started to fuck her face again. Hmm... Daisy agreed as she felt her hips being raised and shifted herself so that she was on all fours, giving Devin the opening he needed, only to be surprised by feeling his dick sliding into the one hole she'd never been fucked in by anyone. M. Daisy protested, trying to move away but only really succeeding in shoving the cock in front of her down her throat again. You promised I could come wherever I wanted. Devin grinned, grabbing Daisy's hips tightly. Dumb slut. That's practically an invite with the words fuck me in the ass on it. Daisy whimpered her eyes tearing up as she shook herself slightly with as much of a petulant tantrum as she could manage on her hands and knees before she moved back, feeling Devin's generous girth filling up her virgin asshole. Devin wasn't wrong, she just hadn't thought about it that way. Not that it mattered. In more ways than one Daisy wasn't in a place to be picky. This was only the third dick inside of her. She was in for a long night. She groaned loudly into the cock down her throat as she tried to adjust to the new sensation behind her. It wasn't entirely unpleasant once she resigned herself to her fate. The observers continued to cheer on urging the two to keep fucking her, to use her slutty holes, to make her beg for it. Daisy had just begun to get used to getting it in the ass when the owner of the cock in front of her moaned loudly, and by the time she realized what was happening, he was shooting his load directly down her throat, the grip on her hair almost painful. She continued to suck him off until he finally released her, leaving Daisy only to Devin's pounding. This didn't last very long, as she felt herself being pulled up again, and another dick was shoved in her mouth. From then on, everything was a blur. 
Daisy barely even registered the people fucking her as people unless they ordered her to do something. But in most cases, they didn't even do that much. They just grabbed her and moved her where they wanted to before pushing their dick in a hole. They were all just dicks in her mouth, her pussy her asshole, between her tits, in her hands hell, she was pretty sure someone jerked off using her hair at one point, her body was on full autopilot. It was as if she could sense the cocks in her general vicinity, and used whatever she had at hand to stimulate them. After her fourth orgasm, Daisy fell into a weird haze, as if she were losing bits of time here and there. She would have thought she were losing consciousness if she wasn't so damn amped. She was enjoying herself. She'd been high before, but this was a new beast altogether. Every load she took just made her want more as she hungrily looked for the next cock. Daisy grinned widely as she took her first cum shot to the face, giggling lazily while she hopped up and down on dick she was currently riding. Dude! Why do you have to nut on her face? Now the rest of us have to deal with that shit! The owner of the next cock complained. This momentarily took Daisy out of her lust haze enough to growl at him, drawing his attention. Pussy! She snarled. This got the expected blend of embarrassment and anger as it had when she put Steve in his place. But this time she received some spit on her face with the cum already there and a dick shoved down her throat, violently fucking her to save face. The haze quickly returned. Daisy was drawn into the here and now again when she realized that she was being triple penetrated this time. The cocks in her pussy and ass respectively were almost alternating, keeping her full at all times as she felt cum shooting down her throat. Daisy's eyes rolled in the back of her head as another orgasm wrecked through her body. She whimpered, she moaned, she panted, and she swallowed as she was taken over and over again, used and spat on and slapped and spanked. She could slightly register how sore her body was becoming but it didn't slow her down. There were so many more cocks. So much more come to release that Daisy's body quivered and shook, coming hard as she felt the cum splashing against her face, her tongue instinctively licking her lips, both for the taste and to ready her lips for the next one. But instead she just received an appreciative laugh. I don't know what the fuck you are on, but you need to give me the name of your dealer sometime. He chuckled, sipping himself back up. Great party, slut. Daisy blinked dumbly, not quite understanding for a bit that he was the last one. Everyone had either left the party, were sleeping around the general area, or she assumed had gone into one of the other rooms. She just looked around, desperate for anyone conscious enough to want to fuck her. Anyone. But all she had now was herself. Looking down at her cum-covered body, her eyes began to water again. She didn't know if she were sad, disappointed, unfulfilled, or if she just didn't know what to do now. It was probably a mixture of the them all. She felt her body shake with sobs before her attention was drawn to a sudden noise that a towel was thrown at her knees and when she looked up to see who gave it to her, he spoke before her eyes could be clear enough to focus. The shower's upstairs. I can show you if you need the help. T. Tristan? Daisy murmured, reminding herself of the concept of names again. I'll help you up if I have to, but I'd prefer not to. You're disgusting. Tristan replied bluntly. Daisy let out a small laugh. Yeah. I am. She said, knowing full well that he hadn't meant it in the way she had. Despite the abuse Daisy's body had been through, it wasn't difficult to stand on her own. Adrenaline still seemed to be pumping through her despite her no longer needing it. It took her a few seconds to realize she was still sobbing. It was a weird sensation. She didn't even know why she was crying anymore but stopping herself seemed pointless. It clearly needed to come out. She only felt slightly bad because Tristan had to lead a crying girl up to the shower. Wrapped in the towel, Daisy continued to follow Tristan and patiently waited while he turned the shower on for her. I'll get your clothes. He muttered before closing the door, leaving Daisy alone again. After dropping the towel, it was only then that she realized she was completely nude. Trying to think back, Daisy couldn't remember when her clothes were taken off. It didn't matter though, as the steam from the shower was practically calling to her. A contented sigh escaped her lips as the warm water ran over her body. The soreness began to make itself more known as she lathered and scrubbed herself, but she surprisingly didn't mind it. It was just pain. And it distracted her from thinking about what truly scared her. Tomorrow. Or today technically. She had no clue what time it was. She was rinsing out her hair when the door opened again. Daisy was all cried out, and just felt emotionally, numb. But something did trigger when she saw Tristan's silhouette through the foggy glass that separated them. Tristan. Sorry. 
Tristan paused as he placed her folded clothes down with another towel and looked up to see that see that Daisy had opened the shower enough to look at him directly. Sorry for what? That was your first time, wasn't it? Daisy asked. Oh. Tristan sighed. Yeah, sorry. Daisy repeated. Come in here with me. Tristan's eyes narrowed suspiciously. He opened his mouth to turn down the offer before he was interrupted. Please? Tristan sighed again, giving Daisy another questioning look before shrugging and taking off his clothes to join her in the shower. Tristan wasn't a bad-looking guy. It was his attitude that usually turned people off. As Daisy looked him up and down, she ran her hands over his musculature before playfully ruffling her hands through his blonde hair, which looked browner now that it was wet. You know you don't have to do this, Tristan stated. You have to be tired. Shush. Daisy purred, standing on her tiptoes to give Tristan a kiss. Let me do this for you. Tristan tried to protest again but gasped as he felt Daisy's hand on his growing erection. But it wasn't like the first time. Her touch was gentle this time, almost explorative as it glided up and down his shaft, prompting another moan as she smirked up at him. How do you want me? Daisy moaned in his ear, twisting her hand as she stroked his length. Tristan shuddered before looking Daisy in the eye. What's gotten into you? Daisy grinned widely as she replied. Your dick in a few seconds. Lifting her leg and wrapping it around Tristan's waist, Daisy used her hand to position his cock and slowly guided it into her pussy again, causing both of them to hiss in pleasure. Daisy smiled and kissed him again as she began to move her hips. Tristan met her thrusts with his own, not the frantic pace as their first time, but not exactly gentle either. As the pace sped up, the two of them groaned and panted with the effort as their hips ground against each other, Tristan grabbing Daisy's ass as she had her arms around his neck. It was just, nice. And that was the goal. Daisy could feel the difference in the intimacy, and as the water rolled off of the both of them, and she reveled in it for as long as she could. I'm gonna come, Tristan announced, his thrusts becoming more ragged as he approached orgasm. Yes. Good boy. Come inside me. Please. Daisy urged, seizing Tristan's lips again. Come. Come. Come in my slutty little cunt. Tristan's grip on Daisy tightened, groaning loudly as he filled her pussy with his seed. Daisy moaned back as his orgasm immediately sent her into one of her own as she whimpered and bucked while they shared their moment of ecstasy together. She leaned into another kiss as they both shuddered with aftershocks. As the kiss ended, Daisy smiled sweetly at him and reached over to turn the shower off. It was oddly quiet between the two of them as they dried off and got dressed. It was only when they got to the door that Tristan said something. Why dash? Because I think what we did in that shower might have been the last good thing I ever do. Daisy interrupted with an almost eerie evenness. At least of my own volition anyway. Good night, Tristan. Good night. Continued in part two.